It's time for the Hideout Minutes with the Kid McLovin. I'm the Kid McLovin with your Hideout Minutes. Last week, Hefe gave a radio lesson. Dubs was getting puffed up about the upcoming Madden release. Still nothing funny was said. The Satchel Patch and the Kid were out. So did the show really happen? Bring the ship up to broadcast, Deb. The Hideout. We're going in. Passing you into FM. The hideout. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you. An eye ready to blink. So face forward. With arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go to the hideout? It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show shoveled to the lowest common denominator. Hideout. We've got a power to the people routine and very loyal from the hideout. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. Hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The hideout starts now. Be somebody! Somebody! What's new? What are you doing? Uh, What's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. It is a Saturday night, so we are live. And we want to talk to you. Your boys are here. How are you anyway on a Saturday? I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. The satchel patch is here. And the kid will still be doing his updates even though he is not here. If you want to join us, this is how you do it. If you have a uh, phone, 1-800-636-1067. If you have AOL Instant Messenger, it is Hideout Radio. And all of our administrators for our room on Paltalk mm-hmm. are gone. Really? Family emergencies. Uh-huh. So there's no Paltalk room for now. Someone might be around later on to kick it open for us, Dubs. In the meantime, uh, that's how you can get a hold of us. You can download old, old podcasts on WJFK.com. Uh, again, the Hideout used to be on late nights. Now we're back Saturday nights from where we are. And the hideout is your safe place. During the week, you got to be somebody else. Weekends, Saturday nights, you step in here. We ask that you don't use a real name. You can if you want to. I mean, whatever. Act we, like you're an informant. Yeah. Uh, act like you're on your favorite message board. Uh, so you got half a dubs and the Satchel Batch 69 over there. 800-636-1067. All right. I am excited to be here with you. Uh, this is, of my three radio shows that I do, by far my favorite one. A lot that I want to talk about before 9 o'clock when Joe Radio takes over. Uh, I had a great day. I mean, I really I had a fantastic day. Got a lot of stuff done, uh, especially with me and my puppy. Mm-hmm. Uh, dogs are great. Yeah. I mean, really, dogs are just they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I wish there were more dogs yeah. out of anything. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's just like they make, they make the world go around. They're so furry and cute mm-hmm. and pettable and lovable and so... You know, it's man's best friend. It really is man's best friend. If, in fact, the only time a dog ever attacks anyone is if that person's a pedophile. Yeah, or, or the yeah, <laughs> you summed it up right there. Yeah, you know, if you are a person that touches kids, then that's when dogs attack you. If you're a kid or a baby that gets attacked by a dog, then you're probably a potential kid toucher. Yeah, dogs, 
dogs have a way of sensing things like earthquakes, you know, stuff before it happens, tornadoes, things of that nature. I've seen studies on this. They, they freak out and they have they have that ability to sense kid toucher. Yeah, and it's just it's really it's it's it, it, it's shocking. In fact, I'll I'll pull more on that a little bit later on. First, though, Satchel, let's find out how Dubs' day was. What happened? How'd you do today? I got attacked by a dog. <laughs> <laughs> no. I ended up in the ER today. Shocking. <laughs> oh, wow. Huh. Mm-hmm. So, uh, were you trying to take the taco? Your cure Taco Bell? <laughs> okay, what happened? Well, all right. I, I go, I have a dog, Cody. Lovely little beast. Uh, not really, but all right. And um, I go to Walker right around uh, 2 p.m. Right. And uh, when I went to Walker... Uh, everything was fine. I called, go to come back in. Well, when I go to Walker, my roommate has a dog as well. Yes. And that dog was roaming the rest of the house, which is fine. I get out. Uh, I tell Lucy, that's the other dog's name. Oh, how to go sweet. On, to Cody go and Lucy. It sounds Lucy. like a, that's a very cute gay, hey, Lucy. gay couple. Now, uh, I told Lucy to go into the other room uh, because I'm taking Cody out. She goes in the other room. Okay. I go walk Cody, come back in. Uh, Lucy's still roaming the house. She didn't understand what you said, or no, she no, just didn't yeah, feel like minding. No, I mean she did mind. At She's first Cuban, time. doesn't speak English. Yeah, and uh, so I come back and I said, "Lucy, go into the room." This time she was having none of it, and crept up. I'm like, "Lucy, go into the other room. Go into the other room." Right then, goes and attacks Cody, your um, dog. Yeah, they uh, start fighting. Um, this is ha- this is the third time it's happened. It's Girl not a new thing. Fight. Yeah. Love it, rare. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, and every time I've broken it up, I've been able to break it up. This time, when they pull in hair, they start kissing. No. Do any of them take off their shoes? <laughs> start hitting the other. They take out their weave at all? No. Sixteen nipples. All right. That's hot. So uh, I try to get in the middle of this one. Of course, uh, you, like any guy would. A girl fight, you want to hop in the middle. So I go to separate them with my hands. Right when I do that. Chomp my finger. My finger, the tip of my pinky, is basically about to fall off. Oh. Um, Seriously? Yeah. Your pinky got turned into Alpo. Yeah. Oh, it, it, it's it, it's not good. It's did you there's give, dead meat on top of it. Did you give those dogs your busy bone? No, I didn't give it my busy bone or milk bone or any kind of bone. Dud. Um. So. All right, so wait a second. I, I feel I, maybe I'm glossing. What over. kind of dog is this? It's a, it's a kind of a it's a hound. I got a beagle. But uh, uh, you're really like you're missing. Like you may end up missing part of your. Yeah, because uh, well, we'll get to that in a second. Okay, that's uh, fine. So I put my I put my finger and my hand in there. My finger gets bit. Okay. So I start screaming because blood shot up oh. and uh, hit the ceiling. No, really? there's blood on our ceiling at home right now. Wow. Um, See, he's making it sound dramatic. Yeah. His ceiling's only five feet tall, so it's not that so, big a deal. So then I. Uh, I go to put my leg in between them because I want to break up the fight. I don't want any of the dogs to get hurt. And there goes my ankle. So you, got, weren't, you weren't satisfied with your pinky being turned into uh, tender vittles. Well, I don't want the, the dogs to be turned into, into ground beef either. What's, what's wrong with your dog? Have you not trained your dog to fit no, for my, stuff? Mine, well, actually, Cody's the only one that walked out of there without a wound. Uh, the other dog got kind of messed up. He's got a big hole in its nose right now and everything. So. Right. Then I owe you twenty dollars because I thought she would have lost. Well, the, the, out of the three, this is the first one she's won. How many black eyes did the dog have? So when's the next dog fight, Michael Vick? <laughs> uh, let's go over to the uh, the clinic, mm-hmm. the, the cheaper <laughs> clinic. Of course. So I go over there. 
they look at me. They rush me right into one of the back rooms. Um, they take off all of my bandages I have. Did you tell them about the HIV? No, because I don't have it. You got to disclose that. So, actually, my roommate did ask me. She's like, "You don't have AIDS or anything, do you?" Because she was, got, she was cleaning up the blood. And of the she place. was licking her fingers. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, so I, I. No, just Ebola. I got to the back of the clinic area, and they're looking at all my wounds. They're like, you got to get back to the emergency room. Uh, there's muscle coming out of this wound right Whoa! here. <laughs> yeah, the, my leg ones are terrible. There's big pieces of muscle. Uh, like I had like he, all these. Little... Hear, here's what's shocking: Dubs has muscle. Yeah. That is actually what's the most shocking to this. <laughs> so. Uh, I told them there's no way I can do it. I gotta go, go to work. They're like, no, you aren't going to work today. I got, yeah. I got a weekend radio show to do. Yeah, this is my, and I don't want to hear anybody say that I'm not dedicated to this show because this does have a point. This is my favorite thing to do during the week. I I should be at the emergency room right now, still sitting there waiting. Put some Neosporin on it or some salve. Throw some dirt on it, yo, sissy. Four so, fingers worth of salve will take care of it. So they, uh, they. Uh, bandaged me up, cleaned it up a little bit, and said, get back to the emergency room right now. Uh, and I left. I said, mm, I probably won't go there, but thank you for cleaning it up, and uh, I came up here. Wow. Trooper. i tell you what we can do. I can make some butterfly Band-Aids. I used to be a Boy Scout, mm-hmm. and I can get a regular Band-Aid and cut it up and make the scarring minimal. Dude, I got some hand, I got some hand sanitizer over here and some super glue. We'll paste you up. Duct tape will do. One of my roommate's friends was trying to get on the phone with uh, with his friend that was uh, his um, medic um, doctor in Iraq, and he keeps like all this kind of medical stuff and everything well, he in was the back a, of his car. He's a doctor in Iraq. He, he was That's one of the meds. That's a trip for him to make. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, here. Pardon me. We got something very important. Uh, uh, Lucy here decided to take a chunk out of my leg, and mm-hmm. uh, I need you to leave your mash and come over here and, and take care of this. So, yep, I. They tried to call him; he wasn't around. So, did you kick the here. dog's ass? No. Right, now hold on. Let's let's stop. It is the hideout. Half fan dubs one hundred six point seven WJFK. Breaking news: J Dubs uh, has muscle, <laughs> and he was also attacked by a dog. I guess. Um, I didn't really pay attention. So something about you and a cat and no, Iraq. No. Oh, okay. So what's uh, what's the latest? You seem a little out of it. What happened? I, I'm lightheaded. I I had a shoe full of blood that I poured actually blood out of my Ugh. shoe when I got back Ugh. home. Um, you really think you're gonna miss the tip of your pinky? Maybe. It's it's pretty messed up. Like to the to the actual uh, right. It it's right. Um. Right below the bottom of my nail right there. Whoa! Yeah. You might lose the whole thing? At least to the first knuckle. That'd be awesome. Oh, that much of it? Yeah. Wow. That'd yeah. be cool, man. No, I think, honestly, some duct tape and some neosporin will take That's care That's basically of. what I got on now. Oh, then you're good. Why are you here? Because I wanted to come here and do the show. I don't want you. I look at you over there. You're standing. <laughs> you're hurting. Get out of here, man. No, go I'm, to the ER. No, I'm going to do the show, and then I'll go to the ER. Are you going to be funny, though? I'm I'm always funny. You're having a real tough time talking. I'm, I'm really kind of annoyed am with I? you right now. Am I getting a little... Yeah. I am feeling very lightheaded. Do you need to sit down? 
No. You know what you need to do? Hmm. Honestly, calisthenics. <laughs> if you just stretch and put some ice on wanna, it. Do you want to see the leg? No. I've already seen it. I want to see the leg. Bring it in here, you sissy. It's, it's kind of uh, puncture wounds. 800-636-1067. Right, the gimp's walking in here. Is it not acceptable to kick the dog's ass? Well, see, I want to talk about that, too. I want to talk about at what point can you then beat up a dog. Well, if, let's say his roommate came, came uh, in and stabbed right, him. He's about to show him. this to me. All right. Uh, you're bleeding, man. You may want to look, want to look at that. God damn! <laughs> That's, that is muck. Oh. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Um, that is the... muscle. Dude, get the hell out of here. No way. I had I opened up a, a wound on my... As the program the director of this radio station, where we are broadcasting from, I don't want you or your blood all over the place. Turn the light off, too. Light's off in the hideout. That was good. That's, that's disgusting. You could probably put your pinky tip. Like, if you look at your pinky right now. All right. Why are you rubbing it, it in? Over. He doesn't have one anymore. Oh. Why would you rub it in about the pinky tip? Well, if you could find that pinky tip, that's about how big it is. Dude, I could make love to that. And it would feel really, really good. Now, at the clinic, they wanted me to file a report with animal control. You should have. Hell no. yeah. No, they weren't going after me. I say you put both those dogs down. No. The two of them, they're both menaces to society. Eight hundred, I'm going to go file it for you. No. All right, so you... Now, what did they tell you about going to the to the ER? you got to go to the ER. Why? Because uh, the, uh, they can't... The stitches have to be deep ones into the muscle. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, and they can't do it from there. Let me ask you. I'm kind of feeling like old school hideout. <laughs> like doing some stunts. No, you, we aren't putting salt, salt into it. No. We aren't I, putting we, hot sauce into it. <laughs> if this was five years ago, we would be doing all that. <laughs> all right, let me say this. All right, hold on. Satchel Patch. Yeah. How much money for you to lick that wound? Oh, no, hell no. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. That's what no, dogs do to feel better. They lick uh, their wounds. No, 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 no. no. If you guys scrape together two hundred dollars, I'll do it. Oh, there ain't no in hell. No, I have you. I'm, I'm not say paying you to lick my wound. Yeah. There's no wound licking going on. That's pretty. That's pretty foul, dude. I'm getting this on the instant messenger, my personal instant messenger, What's which that? is uh, Radio El Jefe. Make him go to the ER now. Why? They say your ankle could fall off. Probably. You I, get... I'm not. I'm not a, a world class sprinter. What do I need it for? You could have gangrene. Not yet. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be that bad. I got attacked by a raccoon one time. That was almost that bad. But <laughs> what do you uh, mean you got attacked by a raccoon almost that bad? Ra- raccoon man, Cooney Cooney <laughs> got into it one. <laughs> there you are with your I'm one up st- story. I'm stopping. I'm stopping. <laughs> let, me hear, let me hear how Dubs is about to lose his finger, and there you go, one up in his story again. That's what that's what the satchel patch does. He one ups. Well, Cooney Cooney. Uh, <laughs> what? It was. Coney Coon was a, a, a pet of a I don't feel comfortable with that accent saying those words. Yeah. No, it, it was a homeless guy that lived in the woods. Shut up. And we, uh, seriously, we'd take him, we'd take him beer and and uh, maybe a little grain to smoke or something like that. And we'd hang out in the woods with him. Or we, we wouldn't take him beer. We'd take him, you know, party favors or something like that. Then he would go buy us beer. All right, people it, tell me we need pictures for the website. That is true. Yeah, before it gets all stitched up. Yeah. Can we get photos and, like, email them to somewhere? Yeah, we got to do that. This JFK intern's all over it. Good huh. stuff. Let me see if we can figure out a way. I don't know if I have my camera, but, yeah, we got to put that up. There has to be one around the station somewhere. Yeah, there's got to be a photo around here. I like that. 
All right, so mm. we've decided that in the third hour of the show, you're going to be pouring salt into it no. when we'll be sniffing hot sauce off of it, correct? No. Dude, we used to do that to old people on our show. Uh, actually, it was terrible. We, right. we were So let animals. me ask you this. Let me ask you this now, all right? Mm-hmm. As it stands, can we talk about the other thing that's going on with your roommate, or would well, you rather not? I'm go- I was waiting to do that with my poem. Really? Mm-hmm. I think it would be appropriate to do it now. Okay. Maybe we, you know what? Is your poem written yet or no? no. Okay, because I was going to say it might be kind of right, good I, to do some dungeon poetry. I can just, uh, I can make, I can whip one up real quick here. Let's hold it. Right. Let's hold it off. I'm getting this on the instant messenger. I also have an $8 gift card if Dubs pours salt in it. <laughs> All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to set up a PayPal for Dubs if you'd like to see Dubs mangle his own open wounds from this dog. I do need money. Yeah. I can't imagine that. I've heard that. I, Dude, show us how awesome you are. Step up to the plate and pour some salt into that stuff. If we can get a good PayPal account going, sure. All right. <laughs> Here's what we'll do. We'll do like it's a regular telethon, and you just call in with your donation amount, and we'll take your word for it. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. It is the Hideout, Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. Um, I really think, man, more than anything else, mm-hmm. that... You gotta put down both of those dogs. No, why would I put down dogs? Because they attacked you. They didn't attack me. They were attacking each other, and I got into the middle of it. Well, it, dog- I wasn't a focal point in the in it whatsoever. I was in there. I walked in. Uh, Lucy went after Cody. I put my leg. Like, what do you mean went after? Just for for why? why? Because they don't get along. We've never been able to get them together and get along. All right, it's always been like that. So then he comes in there, and, Hold on and, and a what second. Let's go to. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. Who's on line one there? Let's get, let's get them. Hey, it's Dro. Hey. hey, what's up? I got thirty thousand dollars that I'm willing to donate to this telethon thing to to have you pour salt into your wound. 30, I got thirty thousand dollars. Thirty thousand dollars, I'll do it. You'll do it. No, thirty thousand dollars, I'll give you if you pour salt into the wound. It's done. I've just got to fill it into the PayPal. All right, well, it's on its way. So, why don't you go ahead and put the salt into the wounds now? I'm not taking Dro, if that's your real name. Yeah, it is. As your word. I, I, don't, I, I don't think anybody named Dro could have a successful life or even a uh, loving relationship, let alone $30, $30,000. $30,000, it's on its way. Pour the salt in the wounds, you sissy. There you go. It started up. With, you, you, thirty thousand. You asked for it. We're up to thirty grand already. If uh, if it shows up in a in an account or um, maybe in a briefcase, I'll do it. Uh, I yeah, I've, I'm excited about that. I really didn't want to talk during that because it was very very important <laughs> that we understand that someone's out there and wants to give thirty thousand dollars so that you can, uh, you know, so that you can go do this. I think it's important, Dubs, because you're going to have some medical issues. You know what I mean? I mm. think it's very important that you begin to bank this money. I mean, I don't think you make $30,000 all year. So if you'd be willing to do this, 800-636-1067, if you want to make online donations to Dubs' Salt in the Wounds for Help campaign. I think we even have, actually have theme music for this if people want to uh, get involved. Really? That, yeah, yeah, it would be great. Um, let's go ahead and get that theme music going if you would. 
Sorry, I'm working with one hand over here. Why? What happened? <laughs> uh, because, uh, well, one hand and three other fingers, so. I hear you got into a cat fight. Dog. Make your PayPal donations. Give this guy ahead in 636-1067. J-Dubs getting in the middle of a dog fight. I believe we have someone on line one. Let's go to Philip. Philip, you're in the hideout on WJFK. Philip, you there? Yep. Hey, Philip, go ahead. How much would you like to donate? $10. $10. There's a donation. $10. All right. Thank you. Let's go to line two. And uh, I believe this is Philip. Philip, you're in the hideout. Hey man, what's going on? I want to donate some money for that. Ten bucks. Ten bucks? How, I like. That's not enough. So far, we're only up to thirty thousand twenty dollars. Fifty dollars. How about fifty thousand? I can do thirty-five thousand. Thirty-five thousand dollars, J Dubs. Congratulations. Let's now's the time. Thank you, Flip, for the phone call. Uh. I love it. Now I know you've uh, you're in uh, a uh, a weight loss clinic right now. Do you want to speed that up at all? What do you mean? Come over here and lick this wound. I'll take years and pounds off. You already said that you're uh, you're fine. Mm-hmm. All right, here's the thing. I'm getting this also on the instant messenger. All right, cut that stupid music off. All right, here we go. The only time. The only time a dog attacks a person is when they've been abused. Obviously, Lucy needed to go to the bathroom bad and was terribly jealous that Cody had been taken out and was left behind. It didn't attack me. It's the mistreatment of a dog. It, That's what happened. Dubs mistreated this dog. No, it didn't attack me. It attacked my dog over territorial reasons, I'm guessing, and I got into the middle of it. Who gets to lick the peanut butter first? Yes. Well, I understand. You know... The, we usually flip a coin who gets front and back. All right, so let me ask you. Genie, mm-hmm. man, I want you to be honest with me. Okay. Do you feel like a bitch because you got beat up by a dog? Cause I feel like a man because I was walking around, joking around. Let me tell you this. I'm at work. I would have wounded. Bro- I'd have broken the dog's neck. And no, you wouldn't have. And that's no joke. You would have ran out crying. If the dog... Listen, I've been training. I've been training with my puppy. We like to get into it. And then I get him. I tell him, I am your master. I am your master. I have always wanted to fight a dog. And I've always wanted a reason to fight a dog. And I tell you this, I would knock a dog out in three punches. It would be, th- I would be Mike Tyson. And I would be in there. And it would be over in less than 90 seconds. You, your sissy, got your ass handed to you by a female dog. Well, females are much t- tougher than the male no, dogs, for one thing. Up. I would go MMA on the thing, step back and kick its head and see if I could get a about a 720 on the dog as it spun around. Listen, I don't want to be mean to a dog. It wasn't its fault for biting me. All right, it, well, they then, weren't coming after me. If they came after me, we'd be having a completely different story right that's, now. That's fine. The dog can pay your medical bills because it was an accident. Just take no, hit I, the I, dog in the pocketbook. I'm not going to. You 1920s loser. Hit the dog in the pocketbook. Since it was an accident, he bit you. You had to go get to the hospital. Shit. You're going to have to go to the ER. She, this bitch bit you. Mm-hmm. And and now you're going to have to go get stitches. So hit the dog I, in the pocketbook. I, Take I, the money from the dog. I'm civilized. I have insurance. I don't need to hit any dog in his pocketbook. Since when did you get insurance? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, for a while. Really? Yeah. You don't got yours yet? Yeah, I just got mine, actually. All nice. right. Well, there it is. Dubs, apparently... Um, he was walking down the street and fell and cut himself, I guess. No, I got attacked by a dog. 
meat wow. showing. To the white meat shows. They've yeah. been bidding to the white meat shows. Uh-huh. It's a deep one, isn't it? Yeah. You could we'll get some we'll get some pictures of it. Right. I'm really disappointed well, in did, you. Why? Because I came to work? Yeah, well that. I mean every day you show up I'm just like, ugh. Really? Still hanging around? But then but then beyond that, you know what it is, and this is the God's honest truth. It's karma. Because Dub, How is it karma? Because Dubs, for the longest time, was such an ass of a roommate when he lived with me. I was not. Such an ass of a roommate. He sucked, man. He was a really awful roommate. Then he moves in with You know this, what? Uh, and then he moves... Oh, no, let me finish. No. Quiet down over there before I bite you, because apparently you, oh, sub, you submit that ass. <laughs> so he was such an awful roommate that I now go through, and I see him with what's going on here. He's going to have a poem later on about the real problems that he's had with his roommate. Let's just say there's some financial issues, too. And now the dog attacks him. And as we started the show, we all know that dogs only attack pedophiles. So this is all karma. This whole thing is coming right back around to literally bite you in the ass. Ankle. <laughs> Same thing. I've seen awful. it already. <laughs> awful when dogs attack, man. The YouTube video of that is priceless. You don't have security around your place, do you? Security cameras or anything like that? No. Or? Our place is so ghetto. Yeah. No shot at film whatsoever. So what's the roommate saying to all this? Does she, like, does she apologize? Yeah, she feels terrible. She should pay for it. Of course. But she, Insurance is paying for it. No, it's not enough. Someone, it, ha, someone has to die over this, and I think it should be your dog, Cody. Somebody's pocket she should started be here. it. No, she didn't. She started it. No, she didn't. Just like she always started stuff at my place. She but, never started stuff. That was always your dog that in your dog, place. That dog is going to get him killed. It's very close to happening. The dog is going to get you killed. How? Uh, I don't know. You just got mauled. You just got got mauled by some piranhas or something. I wasn't listening to your story. It was a dog. Oh. You should have fought back. Gave, gave that dog rabies like an old yeller or something like that. Put it down. Yeah. I was talking about dubs. That's what they should do. Just put him down already. You yeah. could be rabid. He's obviously a menace. The, you know? You really could. You might need to go get some tetanus or... Uh... Just starting fights. You can't be anywhere without just starting a fight. It's not me. That's what, you know, That the victim always says that. Or, or you know, they play the role of victim. Mm-hmm. It's not me. I had nothing to do with it. I was just trying to break it up. You I know, was. I've seen it on Cops a thousand times. I had nothing to do with it. I was. They, the, I was they the, didn't catch me underneath the kiddie pool. <laughs> yes, was, they did. I was the peacemaker. All right, J-Dubs. All right. So we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll actually start the show with important news. Just really quickly, mm-hmm. you should be putting that dog down. Why? That Lucy dog. Why? It has the taste of human blood now. Yep. That's why. I, 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 I hung out with the dog afterwards. It felt bad. What? What do you mean it <laughs> felt bad? I could see it in his eyes. Did you punch it when it when it bit you? No. I'm screaming was scared. too loud. He was scared. Were you screaming? I, I, I can't yell what I was yelling. But I was yelling, son of a bitch, and... Did you cry? No. Don't lie to me. I didn't. You had to score that here, too. No, I was around, like, eight other people. I'm not going to start crying in front of them. So there were eight people there? Mm-hmm. Watch you get even... your ass whipped by a dog. No, that that, embarrassing. They, they were in the other room, and they came running, they grabbed one of the they dogs. They heard you squealing. Yeah. <laughs> Blood squirting all over like a fire hydrant. Mm-hmm. It was a bloody mess. You kept calling me today. Why were you calling me? Because I didn't know how long I was going to be. I didn't know if I was going to be late. Why were you going to be late? Because I was at the ER from getting bit by a dog. When did this happen? About four, 
3.34. All right, we're going to take a break and come back and talk about that. That's interesting. All right, it's a hideout. Have fan dubs, 106.7 WJFK. I want an apology because that is just so rude and obscene and I just am really hurt by it. Like, why would you say something like that? Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The Hideout. Five seconds, four seconds, three seconds, two, one. The Hideout. A juvenile comic and his straight man. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Pathetic. You be the judge. Back in the hideout on a Saturday night. It is 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. He's a little bit out of it. He got into a fight with a goldfish. <laughs> it was a dog. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. That's how you get a hold of us on the phone. On the AOL Instant Messenger, the name is Hideout Radio. Hit us up on there. Hideoutradio.com uh, is our kind of website. Just go to wjfk.com if you want all of the lowdown. There's everything you need to uh, be a fan. Yeah, right go, there. go get it. Go get it. Satchel Patch is here with us as well uh, if you want to uh, hop in. Let's go to line one. Wolvie. Wolvie, you're online. Wolvie, you're in the hideout. Uh, I think he wanted to call and say he was happy you're okay. No, he wanted to buy me a new Madden to uh, uh, pour salt in my wounds. Yeah, we're taking donations right now on PayPal, but it's just on, you know, your word. So far, we're up to $65,010 for dubs. If, we're doing it on the honor system. Yeah, if he would pour uh, salt into his wounds. Uh, he what's was, your mark? I mean, what do we got to get to? 100000 maybe? What's your, what's your bond? I'm price? thinking 100000 and he'll be willing to do it. Yeah, that's what I figure. If we could just get another, you know, someone to supply. 100000 and Madden? Yeah, and Madden. We'll throw in the Madden, too. I need the Madden up front. you got to get something out of that as well. Uh, so that's all that happened to you, though, today, huh? Sounds like kind of a boring day. <laughs> yeah, that's all that happened to me today. Uh, I was uh, getting ready to prep for the show, walking back in the house and got... <laughs> yeah, right. I prep. Right. I do. Uh, hey, so I told you earlier mm-hmm. that I've always wanted to fight a dog. Like, you know, not do dog fighting, but actually fight a dog. Uh, I think it would be kind of fun. Like, I think I could win. I could, I could win that. I know I could. I know I could win against a uh, a cat. And just like you know, sometimes you yeah. just kind of got these fantasies. Like, if I were ever attacked, could I do something? Would I be able to take it out? You know, and I, I know I could. And you run over through these scenarios in your head. Like, what's the first move? The dog's going for your jugular. You know, do you stick your hand down his throat and grab his tongue till? Well, you know what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to stick your thumb underneath their tongue. When they bite, because they can't bite down yeah. when you do that. Really? What? Yeah, that's the truth. You you like you jab your your thumb underneath their tongue, and that keeps them from biting. Dogs? Yes. You can put, Are you was, insane? Dogs and babies. It's the same for both. When they come, when they have their mouth open, you can stick your hand. If you can get your hand yeah. in his mouth, just shove your whole arm down his throat, and it'll eventually, you know, try to grab either his tonsils or maybe its stomach or something like that, <laughs> and then use the dog as a puppet. Right. But that's the way you do it, dude. I mean, you know. Oh, Come sure, on! You don't sense. let us sit there and maul you in front of a bunch of in a crowd of people <laughs> and women there. Oh, what a, screaming! What a sissy! Uh, so I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to be a hero too. I mean, it's it's not something against dogs. I mean, if if somebody came up and started trying to pick a fight with me and seriously bit me to the point where muscle was coming out of my leg, I would kick that person's ass. I would punch him in the face. I would kick him in the face, and I would physically hurt them. 
worse than what they hurt me. You know what's funny is that like you would like if a if a human attacked you, you would absolutely be all over it. But because it's a dog, you can't somehow. Like I got this person on the instant messenger is like mm-hmm. you can't don't punish that dog. It's not that dog's fault. That's et cetera, what I say. Et uh, but it, it is. It is. It is the dog's fault. You have to go to the hospital because that dog attacked you. It didn't attack me. Because I got in the middle of an attack. The dog didn't attack you. Now, let's say you're going to break a fight up and you get your teeth knocked out and you get a, a couple of ribs broken. It doesn't matter that that person was not fighting you. He hit you. He hurt you. So he now didn't, it's it, time to mess you up. It would It would mean, um, well, if he took a swing at me personally because I'm trying to break it up, that's one thing. Well, what about the dog taking a bite at you because but you're trying to break it up? It didn't take a bite at me. It was taking a bite at our dog and I was trying to stop it from biting my dog. So, and, and, and to keep your dog from getting bit, you said here... Take, take my, my pinky. Yeah. Take my pinky. Seriously, take my I, ankle. I'm not lying I would, I would take a, a bite for Cody instead of her getting bit any day. What about a sex toy? Would... <laughs> <laughs> Where does that even come from? I'm not going to take a marital aid anywhere near my cavities. <laughs> Unless it's Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think you could uh, survive? Y'all were asking what I was doing during the break. Somebody sent this over to me. Could you survive a zombie attack? And so I was going through and clicking through. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. It was on FARC right now. And there were like 50 questions, and I still wasn't done as to whether or not I could survive a zombie attack. So I was just like, enough already. During the long WJFK nine-minute breaks, I still could not get that survey done. <laughs> as cool as it was, I was not able to get it done. What were some of the questions? Just asking, like, if you're the kind of person, if you're a leader, if you're in a pack, where do you hide? You know, if you heard there was an outbreak, where would you hide? Uh, in addition to that... Uh, what kind of, like, do you fall asleep easy? Can you run fast? All right, let me ask you this. Right here in the hideout right now. Dubs. Mm-hmm. He's bitten. He obviously over there. Yeah. He's bitten. Would you try to keep him around so that maybe we could find a cure? Or would you put a bullet in his skull? All the other treatment. No, why? I have, uh, I have like seven hours. You can wait till six and a half hours before I start turning into a zombie and then shoot me. How do I know you weren't attacked by a zombie? That's what he. Isn't that what he said? He was attacked by a zombie in the first. That's what that whole dog. first break was. Not a zombie dog. It's time to put you down. You seem like you're out of it over there. He's already turning. Do you see him? He's yeah, turning. He's, he's very. He pale. can't keep his eyes open. He keeps rubbing his eyes. No skin tone. Yeah. No. Yeah. There's nothing at all. That's all. I don't get any sun. That's why. Lily white. Flower. Powder, why don't you lay down for a little while? While you lay down, I'll go get the pickaxe. Yeah. I'll put it right Just don't do it with a pickaxe. A shovel. A shovel. At least a gun. No, a shovel will put some leaves over your head and smack. I'll go, get a, I'll go get a butter knife. Hey, did you hear about this? So, this is bus trip in Canada, okay? Bus trip in Canada. Uh, everyone's just riding along. First of all, it's Canada. So, they're just driving along in Canada. Quiet. You know, middle of the night kind of situation. All of a sudden, they hear this blood-curdling scream. And this is real. This actually happened, by the way. It's happened this week. Uh, Associated Press reporting this. So, blood-curdling scream. They look back, the people on the bus. This dude, they said calmly, like a robot, is stabbing his seatmate. Like the guy said, just stabbing him in the neck. Then they heard the scream? Yeah. All right. They pull over, everyone runs, gets off the bus. Of course. They're like, what? You know, and they didn't even try to stop it, by the way. What's this a boot? Yeah. (laughs) What did you just say? What's this a boot? That's the way Canadians talk. Uh They sound dumber than you, (laughs) Seth. That's what I thought you said. So, so check this out. So, anywho, they're there. 
and they, <laughs> they, they, they try to get back on the bus to see what's going on. They see the guy now attempting to cut the head off. Oh, wow. Taliban like style. Cutting the head off. All right? So they immediately get back off the bus. They're waiting there. They, like, lock the bus up. They dis- they disconnect some things so that the guy can't drive away because they're mm-hmm. afraid he might, might try to drive away there in the middle of the night. The guy walks over to where they are because no one near the bus you go to the stairs, you know, and you can see everything. He walks over with the head in his hand. Just walks over calmly. No problem. Cops show up because people call 911. Starts taunting the cops. <laughs> with the head? With the head. <laughs> I like this guy already. They're, they're saying they have no motive at all. Like, at all for this guy. 40-year-old dude. No motive at all. They say that... There was a dispute over Molson. <laughs> Who's the better band? Rush or Avril Lavigne? Or Nickelback. So, they're sitting there. They say, it was a 19-year-old guy sitting next to the guy. Just had his iPod on. Just sleeping. Just sitting there sleeping. And the next thing he knows is getting stabbed and his head's cut off. And they got no idea why he did it. No idea why he did it. They didn't try to fight back? It's already too late. He was asleep. He had been stabbed in the throat like three times by the time he had been, uh, by the time he even had the chance to scream, man. I think I could have done something. Like what? I would have stepped in. That can't. A, that's a scenario in which you step in. Yeah. How? That guy's already dead. There's Let 30... him take the head. Who cares? All right, look at you, you idiot. There are 37 of you on the bus. One guy with a knife. You can't take him out? Sure you can, but... You I, can't even take out a dog. I don't want to hear it. Sure you can. Mr. You, tough Guy. You can take him out, but if the guy if the guy he killed is already dead, why even bother? Just lock the bus and call the cops. I want to be a hero, man. All right, here, I'm getting this back from this guy. Or I think It's probably a chick hmm. on the instant messenger talking about the dog. It's not the dog's fault. Dogs are a product of their upbringing. Though most people do not realize this, just like people are. Would it be oh, your stop fault with your liberal crap? If you knife someone who was taxing your wallet, or they meant taking. Listen, someone has to die for this evil atrocity against J Dubs. And that, I prefer that, that someone. Hurting. Is it? Yeah. They didn't give you any medicine. No, they told me to go back to the ER. Uh, there's some Tylenol back here in these cabinets. <laughs> yeah, I, like you, I don't think you know my tolerance, Satchel Patch. I don't think you know what, uh, I mean, Oxycontin acts like a baby aspirin to me. Good night. I got something for you. It'll make you feel better. What's that? Lysol. Put some sanitizer on that Does that feel any better? No. Put some sanitizer on it. Hey, seriously, Dubs, get out of here, man. No. Go to the doctor. I can't. Why? Because I've got a show to do. You're not participating. You're not contributing anything. You heard my Canadian jokes. No, it was really bad. Hmm. Do you want me to call CK and tell him what you're doing and that you need to get out of here? No. All right, then I don't want to hear... All right, here's, here's the thing, and this is the God's honest truth. Hmm. If I don't hear at least five more funny things out of you before the end of this segment... Then give we, me something to go off of. Come on. Then we put some... Worst bus rides. All right, give me, a, give me a good bus ride story. If I don't hear five LOLs out of you, then you're going home. Um, When I was 16, I took a bus from... Uh, <laughs> From Michigan to Springfield, Massachusetts. 23-hour bus ride. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Go home. Why? The Hideout. Notice how gracefully it sits over the human hand. Sexy. Notice has a point at the top. Tell me more. It's just the right shape. Oh, yes. The Atheist's Nightmare. The Hideout. 
a terribly sad indictment of our society. You're in the hideout. An appeal to the sodomists. The hideout with El Jefe and J. Dubs. With its overtones of bestiality. The hideout. Couldn't be any truer tonight. It is the hideout, Jefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. Dubs has the three-way go wrong. I want everybody to know it wasn't um, a love triangle fight, a lover's quarrel. It was a misunderstanding, me getting in the middle of a dog fight, and uh, got a couple chunks taken out of me. I miss him, too. Hmm. I'm glad we did that hour dedicated to him, our old producer, Chunks. He was a good guy. Hey, uh... Not me. I'm sick of him. Hey, dude, like, in all seriousness, and then we'll move on. Hmm. My chick's telling me, you gotta get to the ER. Why? Blood poisoning, uh... Gangrene, worse. Animal bites are really high risk for the above. They cleaned it though. Oh, they they put. You could be sick. Cleaned it. You could be sick and out for weeks instead of just missing one night. Yeah, it'll be all right. Bacteria isolated from dog and cat wounds. What if you what you need to do is get somebody to go take a number in the ER, and then when you're done here, you can go there and skip out on the three hour wait. Yeah, that could do that too. Yeah, but who's gonna do that? The you. dumb broad who owns the dog. <laughs> That is true. Hey, so it's Hall of Fame night. Yeah. It's the Hall of Fame going on. Induction's going on right now. Congratulations. A couple of skins. Well-deserving. Green going in. Art Monk finally getting in. Uh, even a Cowboy fan. I, I was always a fan of both those guys. Yeah, Art Monk I thought should have gone in a long time ago. Right. Uh, but, you know, it's Hall of Fame. You told me something really earlier. Uh, before we were show you, like, hey, did you hear about the sex tape, the potential sex tape? What was that, oh, Satchel Patch? Bill Belichick. <laughs> it's, the the hoodie himself is uh, uh, apparently there may be a sex tape. The question is, is he hooded? <laughs> if you know what I mean. He uh, uh, one of the former beat writers for the. Uh, I get it, beat writers <laughs> for, for the <laughs> for the Pats uh, is going out <laughs> and, and on his way out the door. He. Uh, you know, he released it uh, that the, uh, you know, he wrote for Patriots Football Weekly. And uh, all the movies and all the stuff involved, you know, with Bill Belichick, it's crazy that this is just now coming up. But his farewell to the team uh, mm-hmm. on his last day on the beat, he did some gossip out that included, you know, that there's a Bill Belichick sex tape floating around. I guarantee he still wears that hoodie. That, or maybe uh, maybe because it's a sex tape, he's wearing a poncho. Apparently, the, this woman Bill Belichick was apparently sleeping with was married, and her husband put a secret camera, a hidden camera in the room, and filmed it almost for proof or something like that? Do you and think he's still... If, if you're... Okay. If your wife or girlfriend, Hefe, yeah, slept with the uh, with Avery Johnson... Oh, man! Would you, would you stop watching the Mavericks games? Well, now that he's fired, I wouldn't care. But when he was there? Uh, it would be tough. It would be tough to actually watch that. Little Avery looks like a roach. Yeah, I don't know. That would actually that would freak me out a little bit. I don't know that I could do that. Have Hennessy and right. drink bottles of champagne, right. pouring it on girls. Um, make it pop. Make it pop. All right, let me, <laughs> let me ask you this. Now Belichick's a funny one. Like you got to imagine because it's it's funny. He's so to think, awkward. It's funny to think everyone has sex. Yeah, except for the kid. <laughs> but like overall, everyone has sex. Even Belichick. Yeah. Like, even Joe Gibbs. We know he has children. He has had sex before. It's just odd to think about. Do you think Joe Gibbs still has sex? No. Uh, 
No, I think he does. He has to. I, I, you can't keep Joe Gibbs down. Right. So, like, you think about all of the coaches in the NFL. Is there one other than that would be more disgusting than Andy Reid? Maybe Andy Reid. Andy no, Reid and uh, Bill Parcells. Oh, Parcells, that odd body, yeah. <laughs> that big hips and everything just... Good night, that big Ooh. old belly, the big tuna. <laughs> yeah, that's what he calls his wife. Uh, <laughs> just a certain area. Right. What about... Hmm. What about, like, Wade Phillips? Like, just imagine the whole NFC... West Coast offense. I think the only one that wouldn't be disgusting hmm. is probably Chucky. Chuck Gruden? Right. He, he'd be upset he wouldn't be able to participate. He'd be sitting back there pouting. Right. Just angry the whole time. Ready to stab somebody with his little knife. I think I think it would be gay sex. Because then he'd just be angry at himself the whole time. Why did I do that? Why didn't I just sit here and watch the computer and, and just leave it there? Could you imagine Bill Cowher's O-face? Like, do you think he's even possible? it's even possible for that guy to make a big protruding dude, chin? With that mustache? You know, that dude, I, I, you know, I imagine he's... he's He's doing a number to folks, right? You know, I wouldn't. That right there would be nothing out of you know something we stole out of our parents' stash in the '80s. You know, I can definitely see see him in something in the '80s with that stash. Uh, it is the hideout, Hefe and Dubs. Satch Patch here too. One hundred six point seven WJFK. Dubs, I can't see you. Can you stand up for me? Sure. I'm just kidding. Don't go down. Yeah. No, no, you can sit. Just move over because I really can't okay. see you. Um. 800-636-1067 if you want to join us here on a Saturday night. Dub's a little bit under the weather. He's got a cold. I don't have a cold. Uh, so, all right, let me ask you this. You need some Tylenol. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. It's been a real big week for politics. We don't usually talk a lot of politics here in the hideout. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, you know, it's, it was a pretty big week for both Barack Obama and John McCain. It's really starting to heat up a little bit. You following it at all? Oh, yeah, I think uh, it's going to get even dirtier and more mm-hmm. ugly. And you're going to have people picking sides even more so than now. Yeah, well, they had the, the ad that came out, mm-hmm. uh, John McCain did, where he had Paris Hilton, oh. Britney Spears, and then Barack Obama. Just talking about how uh, he... Did you hear uh, any of the quotes from him when they were talking about this to him? They said it was fun. He said it was fun to mock Barack it's like it, it, it makes the, the the politics fun. Do a little mocking. Well, I mean, that, I mean, I don't want to get into it too much, but that's even part of the problem. Of what's going on here right now? And these guys aren't talking any issues. You know, both of them are a little bit, aren't they? And I saw, you know, Brock's talking about some stuff he wants to do. I saw something like a thousand dollar stimulus. He oh, wants God. to do a second round of the I'm, stimulus package. Yeah, what, another stimulus. What about he wants to do something for these uh, uh, retards that bought homes they couldn't afford? Let's go ahead and bail them out. Yeah, too as well, we right? bailed all those guys out. Yeah, but, because we have so want, much money. But he's wanting to do that again, right? No, 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 no. He wants a tax credit, a thousand dollar tax credit. I forget for what. But regardless, I want to know how you pick your candidate. Like, is there anything in particular for you that yes. you say? I see this candidate. Complexion. Yeah, that's the way most of America's Socialists or not socialists? That's the way you guys are rolling. All right, so, Dubs, mm-hmm. you're for John McCain. Yes. Satchapatch. McCain. You're going McCain. Just because. I don't like him either. I think, he, you know, Papa Smurf, whatever. You know, old, old fart. But uh, no, I don't like socialism. I don't think people should be bailed out because they were dumbass and bought a house they couldn't afford. And I don't think that but they But Barack need... didn't just do that. The president's the one that signed that bill. Well, he's an idiot, too. Uh, I have a problem with a lot of these people. I think that's a little bit of socialism coming out of uh, George Bush. 
know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I see Barack Obama being more of a socialist type of person. Let me tell you how I pick my presidential candidate. Music. <laughs> I am for the candidate that has the better artists backing them. You know what? You probably aren't alone. And that's why I have now, I'm going to decide right now mm-hmm. between that's a, that's a John easy. McCain Get and, those hippies. and Barack Obama. I'm going to decide right now between these two based on the songs that have been released by musical artists that back them. Okay. Toby Keith has got to be with McCain. So here's a guy, uh, John Rich. All right, here's his McCain song, and I'm going to see whether or not I'm down with this one. All right, here we go. It's great because it's true. Yep. All right. All right. You know, that's, I guess, a guy you can go with. Mm-hmm. Raising McCain. That's. Well, he got shot down in a Vietnam town. Fighting for the red, white, and blue. And they locked him up in the Hano Hill Tunnel. Thinking they could break him in two. Can you hold on one second? Yeah. Back it up. See how he shoe, uh, shoehorned in the. <laughs> that whole last thing was all just about the uh, war. shoehorned in Getting uh, shot words. down in Vietnam? Yeah. All right, let's try it again. Well, they got shot down in a Vietnam town Fighting for the red, white, and blue And they locked him up in the Hano Hilton Thinking they could break him in two But he stayed strong, stayed extra long Till he let all the other boys out It's like he just wrote a song off of his MySpace biography. That seems okay. That's, That's good. You notice he's southern. You know, sounds like a nice gentleman. Uh, knows what's going on in the world of politics. It's, it's I, not. It's not. You know. I've heard far. a few other songs uh, politically motivated by Johnny Rebel. Uh, <laughs> All right, let me try this one. Let me see. This is a guy that's backing Barack Obama. His name is Ludacris. Ludacris. Uh, All right. I don't know. I don't know who this guy is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. Noodle. Who? White guy. Hey. Hi. I'm back on it like I just signed my record deal. Yeah, the best is here. The Bentley coupe paint is dripping wet. It got sex appeal. Never should have hated. You never should have doubted them. With a slot in the president's iPod, Obama shouted them. Said I handle my biz and I'm one of his favorite rappers. We'll give Luda a special part. And if I'm ever in the slammer, better yet put me in office. Make me your vice president. Hillary hated on you, so that bitch is irrelevant. Now Jesse talking slick and apologizing for what? If you said it, then you meant it. How you want? 
opponent had a gut. And all you other politicians trying to hate on my man. Watch us win majority vote in every state on my man. You can't stop what's about to happen. We about to make a history. The first black president is destined and it's meant to be. The threats ain't phasing us. The nooses or the jokes. Get off your ass. Black people, it's time to get out and vote. Paint the White House black, and I'm sure that's got him terrified. McCain don't belong in any chair unless he's paralyzed. Whoa, yeah, come Bush is mentally handicapped. Ball up all of his speeches and just throw them like candy wrap. Cause what you talking, I hear nothing even relevant. And you the worst of all 43 presidents. Get out and vote or the end will be near. And the world is ready for change cause Obama is here. Yeah. All right, I made my Obama decision. What's that? I have made my decision. Who? You want Bentleys in the in the uh, White House driveway with right. spinning rims? I think I'm going to go for the candidate that has uh, this person backing him. <laughs> new new kids on the block. <laughs> so I don't know really? if Bob yeah. Barr or Ralph Nader has these guys in his back pocket, but I think I'm going to go with these guys. And that's the way I'm going to roll with it. 800-636-1067. I know that uh, it's kind of odd over there. Joey McIntyre's for Bob Barr. And then... Uh, uh, this is Here it is. This is the song for the independent crowd. Oh, Jesus. What happened to music? Out of the way, my goodness. Uh, all right, so... Yeah, why, why can't they do... S- Step by step egg again. No, Remake that one. Let me ask you guys this. this right <laughs> stuff. This step one. We'll have lots of fun. Step two. It's just, just me and you. <laughs> just vote. So, between Three. the two of these, Ludacris and John Rich, honestly, which one's the better song? John Rich. Uh, I go with Ludacris. Yeah, I think, Ludacris, I think that's what I'm going to vote for Obama. I think it's a better <laughs> song. And now my decision is... Because they're not talking anything, you know, any realistic thing. So I think I'm just going to go ahead and go with Ludacris based on the song. Do you think it set it back? Does this actually show where we are right now in the country that it is... It is it is country versus rap. Yeah. And that's really what this election is about. Hip-hop generation versus um, NASCAR generation. I'll tell you what, if uh, if Obama actually wants to win this, he's going to have to really distance himself from that part of the pop culture. Why? Because that's going to scare the hell out of the Midwest white people that might but, otherwise vote for him. But they're, but they, they're not already scared, though? That culture doesn't vote. What? Or they're not able to because they have felonies um, the, gun charges. Stop it. <laughs> but it, 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 I mean, it, it varies, though. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I mean, not everyone's afraid. In fact, the latest thing they said is that Ludacris song isn't really changing any minds. Everyone knows that you're not. It's not based on. Well, I mean, it, it, it may change state to state, though. Like uh, Ohio is now for uh, McCain after this week. Which it was an Obama state last week. So you but that really... changes constantly, man. Yeah, but you don't know what, what swayed it this week. But do you know how those polls are taken? Do you know that out of the polls that are taken, the vast majority of them, Barack is still leading. Do you know that every single one of the pollsters, hmm. all of them use landlines? They don't even use cell phone technology. Every single one of them is landlines. So with them all being landlines... You know what? I guarantee if you want to see a big Obama bump, call the Boost Mobiles. I think those ones. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, you get a prepaid, you go hook a, a brother burner. up. So, but all I'm, the burners. But did you know that though? Hmm. So here, Obama has this lead with this 
these quote unquote this cross section of people that just use landlines. Who just uses a landline anymore? Vast majority, it's old folks. That's I, all it is. I and, haven't had a landline in years. And he still has a lead just based on people with landlines. So it's not even. I mean, the whole thing is flawed. It's going to be absolutely. It's going to be a landslide, Obama. No, 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 no. It's I, not even going to be close. You are sadly mistaken. I'm not. How? Because it's, it's going to be a close race. That dude. It. Did you not hear what I just said? And that all of these polls are flawed in the nature that he is pretty much leading in most of these states as it even is. Even the on the ground polls is close. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It is going to be an abomination in 2009. I agree. Ex- it's an abomination. That's exactly where we're going to be. And everyone's going to have health care. Everyone's going to have oh. education. It's going to be snowing gold. <laughs> and it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, for one week. And then we're going to be broke. And then we're all we going to be yeah, speaking we Chinese. Get to pay, we get to pay for everybody's uh, welfare. And we get to pay for their Very stimulus cool. check. It, that already happens. You act like that hadn't happened but in the last forever. It's already it's happened well, since why, the why New Why do we get more of that? It's, you're going to get more of that anyway. Why do you think that just Obama's going to be the guy that does that? He will do it to a higher degree, without a doubt. He won't be allowed to. Yes, he will. He's exactly what's going to The first happen. two years, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. There's not going to be a lot of stuff going on. There's still a system of checks and balances. Yeah, but it's all Democrat at that point for the first two years. And then Republicans will get back in and things will start actually finally being balanced. I'm telling you guys, you're so misinformed. How? You just do not understand you the said way. You checks that, and balances, but there isn't any for the first two years there. But there is. There's not enough of a of Democrats in Congress so uh, they can push everything through. Overwhelming You still majority. would be able to uh, have uh, filibusters and not get stuff across. Well, I, that and uh, there's going to be a couple judges placed in this next one. Do you want a couple liberal judges that are going to be killing babies while they're popping their heads out? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. yes. That, is I don't, my, that is my main vote. That's I actually, don't need the, the creation of the vagina guillotine. I don't need that going on. <laughs> I actually have that as a bumper sticker. So, yes, that's actually what I'm voting for, 800-636-1067. So, I, realistically, just for a moment, we look at the two of these guys because we're talking about the music that's played for them. We're talking about their stupid ads. Do either one of them really honestly excite you? No. You look at this on a Saturday night. McCain, without a doubt. I, I'm very excited. How does he excite you? Um, I think that he's one of the very few people we've had in the past that are truly qualified for the job. I think. In what way? In what way he's been uh, part of the Senate for a long, long time. He's been he's been so trying has, uh, to do Ted Stevens. He's been trying to do this for a long, and, but he doesn't have the dirt on like Ted Stevens does. Actually, he has a very dirty background. No, he's, he been, he's been tied to a lot of lobbyists. And he's he's been, a lot all of, of them have. All of them been tied to lobbyists. It depends on. But he's not that maverick that you think he is. Yes, he is. He's not at all. I don't think he is. Yeah, but, he's not because I'm kind of in between. I ride the fence on both sides, and. And I don't think either one of them is a leader. I think for the most powerful position in the world, there needs to be one true leader to where everybody can almost look at it and be like, this is the guy. And I think, I think, Bill Belichick. Mc- I think when yeah. McCain gets there, everybody will turn their head and say, okay, we have a really, really qualified, smart person up there. Yeah. Someone who's reached across the aisles time and time again to get stuff that he believes done, done. The yeah. last time we had somebody like that in offense, he came from Arkansas, Bill Clinton. You're really proud of that Clinton, aren't you? You betcha. I don't blame you. He really did some good over there. He did. He did a lot of good. I love Clinton. I've never voted Republican before until now. So you're really going to go that way, huh? Without a doubt. That's a shame. Why? 
I don't know. I just thought you were better than that. I thought you were smarter than that. I am smarter than that. I'm, I'm smarter than do I vote the same way every single time are just you, because he, the person's a Democrat. Are you really going to vote? Yes. I don't think I am. Really? You're going to stay I, home? No, I'm not registered. <laughs> you can't? Felonies? No, I, no, I have no reason. I voted. Last time I voted in Arkansas, uh, last go around, but I haven't registered to come down here. you got to fill out some oh, paperwork. Man, that's going to that's that's hurt McCain. He's going to get the... Uh, He's going to lose the giving out porn to underage kids vote. Because <laughs> that's the satchel patch right yeah. there. Uh, 800-636-1067. All right, Dubs. Well, I just thought you were bigger than that. I thought you were going to do better. I am. You really, you've bought it, huh? You really think he's different, don't you? I do. I, I have for the last six years. You think Obama's different? No, not at all. In all fact, right. I see right through him. Yeah. I'm not a limbing like most of these people that just follow blindly. I look at, I, I look at both these guys. I'm more excited about Barack. Uh, than I would be McCain, but I liked McCain in 2000. McCain has brought in all these Rove guys. That's why they're not talking about anything of substance. This is all Rovian tactic. How can you be excited about Obama when, really, you know, it's Obama is just some kind of figurehead out there. Yeah. That it, he's there for the idea of he's a change and everything. Because but if, I'd if they go if with they the want... concept of change, I would rather go. I would rather buy into the concept of change. Than just stay with the status quo. But he has never really done anything to prove that he is so a leader. So I was never a program director before. I'm a program director now, and I'm a brilliant-ass program director. And you director. wonder why it's going down the tube. We're ready. <laughs> I'm telling you, you guys, you're so caught up with the experience. Rumsfeld, Cheney, all these clowns. They all had experience. I'm sorry. I don't want, I don't want to see people goose-stepping into office. So what's, what's what Obama's big change? What's Obama's big change? What's, what's, it, what's the wow factor? Why am I supposed to jump on board? Part of the idea is that it's a matter of bringing in people from across the aisle and getting together and figuring out how do we legitimately solve these things. Bringing in guys like Hagel to be your Secretary of Defense. Bringing in Republicans to be part of your... Your, uh, your, you actually think he's going to do your that? Your cabinet? Yes, absolutely he is. He won't, because it's not his call. For his cabinet? It's not his call. Why is it not his call? Because he's, he's got, I guarantee you, he's got so many favors, he has to line up do. money. The people who gave him money is and their that, call. And that's moveon.org, and that's these other left-wing websites and different uh, socialists. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure in some way the Nazi party has donated a bunch of money to uh, to Obama and the rest of uh, his people. I hate you. You've just you've. I, when did you change? You bought it hook, line, and sinker. I haven't bought anything. You absolutely have. I look at you. I didn't buy there. Obama. That's I didn't buy I did. him either. You did. You, I don't think he's the savior. I think he's a better answer than John McCain. He's a better answer for John McCain. So than John McCain. It's almost like you're saying he's the less of two evils. Of course, they always, always a less. So for of two the evils. the most powerful position in the world. We're having to choose which one's which one's uh, less worse than the other one. That is a cop out. I hate when people say it's, it's the less of two evils. It they is. say it every year because they don't want to take responsibility for their vote. Let's go to Terry on line one. Terry, you're in the hideout on WJFK. How y'all doing tonight? What's up, dope? Hey, uh, I just want to say that I'll have a, uh, Obama gets in there and introduces that fairness doctrine. Good luck in your career. Yeah. I mean, what do you that mean? Fairness, that fairness doctrine is going to eat you guys up. Yep. Fairness doctrine. Because anything we say, we're going to have to have uh, equal um, equal time on for the other side. Um, we It'll crush our free speech on the yeah. radio. 
Yeah, that's just, that's just uh, the Nancy Pelosi's trying to push through right now. I, I don't th- I, again. I don't think that. Th- first of all, you act like all this stuff is automatically going to get passed. There are systems of checks and balances. No, it's not going to happen. Obama supports it too. The people will not allow it, and regardless of that, the people will not allow the it. The people won't the know. People will. The people won't have a chance to do anything about it. You always have a chance to do something about it. See, that's it'll part be, of the problem. We feel like we're absolutely... It'll be a Democratic-controlled White House and Congress. The people will not have a say over it because they're going to say, well, hey, the people voted for us, so I guess that's what they want because the people are buying into this whole change baloney. Well, let, me tell a... you what, let me tell you what change is. If you jump out of the frying pan and into the fire, haven't you made a change? Is all change good? I love the bumper sticker. Thank you for the phone call. 800-636-1067. You imagine, you imagine, here's what it is. Republicans are scared S-less because they saw what happened when they had their king in there and this unchecked power by these Republicans and the crap that got pushed through then. That's what they're scared about and they're afraid that the Democrats would do the exact same thing. Guess what? They won't. And you know why? why not? Because the Democrats tend to be a lot more spineless and less bold than the Republicans. The Democrats usually can't gather around each other, and they can't get around one centralized limbing cause like the Republicans do. So it, that won't happen. I guarantee you a lot of the Democrats now are these blue dog Democrats, these really quiet Republicans that just went Democrats so they could get in. So you're not going to have this complete system of no checks and balances. He's gonna be held accountable. You're still gonna have people. You can't people say that. You can't because it, well, then there, we'll just, not let's a, just keep going. Then let's just keep going. We'll keep going with the war. We're gonna keep yes. going with the over budget and the spending. We're just gonna keep going that way. We're right. so far in debt, it really doesn't even matter. Of course, country. it matters. It matters huge. Now listen, I'm not saying that I bought the, I've drank the Obama juice. I absolutely have not. Oh, but that, I'm looking that, at this. That with, sounds like a great smoothie. It actually would be pretty good. But. At the same time, you look at this McCain. He's not who what everybody thinks he is. He's not the maverick that everyone thinks he is. He's got ties to incredibly dirty people. This Charlie Black is a scumbag. The new guy he brought in with his Rove people, that guy's a scumbag too. You have his own aide saying, this isn't even the John McCain that I remember. He sold himself out. And if McCain, who's supposed to be this big maverick, is already selling himself out, then what does that say? Again, you're to the lesser of the two evils. I'd rather go with the guy that is looking and has motivated this country for the positive. I think this country needs a change for the positive. Regardless, right now, Barack Obama has people excited about the potential of where America could go. He's got, he's got, them, he's got them so excited that he could do whatever he wants and no one's going to complain about it, at least for the first couple of years. Of course they will complain. You have, I just, I've taken, on my AM talk show, I got number guys that'll complain. You're sitting over there, you're gonna complain. You act like he's gonna have this mandate, he is not gonna. And he, that's the point, you act like all of us, we're electing John McCain president and we're electing Barack Obama emperor. That's the way people are acting like this is. It's just stupid how you people it, are It's thinking. more so than if you get McCain in. There's going to be less Stop checks and balances, already. without a doubt. 800 I hate talking about this. I talk about this all the week, and I never want to get into it. I really wanted to talk music. Let's take it, let's take it back to the music. Strong, stay there, to the head of the 
really quick. Let me bring this up real quick. Did you uh, did you hear the uh, phone call from uh, from uh, George Bush to Rush Limbaugh? Uh, no. Let me let me bring this up real quick. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> no, you do. W calling in Rush. Uh, calling him, leaving him a voicemail. Is it real or yeah. is it a bit? No, it's real. Don't talk over John Rich. People are saying, what happened to Dubs? Remember that old intro you had when we did Late Nights? And it, Dubs put together an intro with Dennis Kucinich. <laughs> I like Dennis. I like Dennis Kucinich. Because he's his own man. I don't think he, he's paid his dues. He's he's done stuff. He didn't go just hanging flyers on trees in Chicago and then get a job as president. Shut up. What an idiot. What a, what a just simplistic, email-forwarded, idiotic statement. How so? Uh, you exact. What do you mean, how so? <laughs> you just said it. Going around. So what, you become a community organizer, you go through, you work your way into the state congress, then eventually from there you move yourself eventually. on to the, uni- right. to the uh, United States Congress. Here's he's 46 the- years old. It's not like he's 33 or 37 like Kennedy was. Here's the phone call. Rush Limbaugh, President George W. Bush, calling to congratulate you on 20 years of important and excellent broadcasting. I'm here with a room full of admirers. There's two others that would like to speak to you and congratulate you. Who, uh, people who consider you friends and really appreciate the contribution you've made. This is well, sickening. I'm just calling along with uh, President 41 and the former governor of Florida. This is sickening. Uh, we're fixing to have lunch here. And, uh, I said, listen, we ought to call our pal and let him know, um, you know that, we, that we care for you. Wow. That's sickening. And let me say something really quickly as a brilliant radio mind once again. This Rush Limbaugh, this guy has done more to set back this country than any other radio broadcaster ever. People talk about the fact how, you know, Stern changed the way, and Stern imitators, this, that, and the other. That's fine, whatever. But this Limbaugh has done more to hurt radio and to hurt the nation than Stern ever could have. And the main reason, this whole devolving, this shouting, this red state, blue state crap, all that started in the 90s when Rush Limbaugh really began to take hold. I know he's been around 20 years mm-hmm. now, but it really started when he really got this national platform and he really started railing. And that has done more. You cannot even have a civil conversation anymore between Rove, between this Limbaugh, the way they, they hear the way these rich sons of bitches are in each other's pockets. It's just sickening. And it's sickening in the same way that... Barack eventually will be there. McCain is already there and has been there. All of them. All of them are just disgusting. Disgusting human beings looking out for themselves. And that's it. That's all it is. As much as we think Barack's going to change anything, whoever thinks that he might change anything, he's not going to be able to change it all. That's why you putting him up on this pedestal is stupid. And to think that John McCain is some kind of a maverick, he is not. He is beholden to the exact same lobbyists that we've all hated over a number of years. You look at the guys that he's tied to, and this Phil Graham, and this guy, this Phil Graham who's an abortion, has gotten us into this mess like this. 
It's sickening. They're all sickening. And I'm with the satchel patch. I don't even know that I'm going to vote anymore. I don't even know that I'm going to live in the United States of America anymore. Cause well, I I'm going to live here. I look around. This isn't even the United States anymore. I'm not going anywhere else. Uh, what do you mean it's not the United States anymore? It's not anymore. the United States anymore. We're just... We're, it's the red and the blue. We're dumber. We're stupider. No one cares. You can't have a conversation anymore. It's just disgusting. America, shame on you. Let's go, to, let's go to line three, Vic. Vic, you're in the hideout. Vic, you, yeah, you're in the hideout. Hey, how's it going, guys? How you doing? I, I want to shoot myself. Go ahead. Oh, that's a good start to the day. Hey, uh, <laughs> Better than getting uh, attacked by a dog. Yeah. Uh, that is true. Hey, a um, couple real quick things. Rush Limbaugh, I'm, I'm a right-wing military guy. I uh, like strong military. I like strong country. Um, I, I think Rush Limbaugh is a turd. Uh, I think he did set back the Republican Party so far. Um, I mean, he, he did for the Republican the same thing that, uh, you know, Al Sharpton has done, you know, for the NAACP and stuff like that. But, Agreed. Uh, um, the whole thing with McCain over Obama, uh, you know, I'm not a lemming that's naturally going to follow along the party line. I agree that Obama would be a breath of fresh air to some people, um, but uh, I want a proven leader. At times where we've got, uh, you know, 200,000 troops, in Afghanistan and Iraq, I, I would prefer to have somebody that's got that uh, foundation that has been there. He, you know, he, he was a POW. He was offered early release because his dad, uh, you know, was an admiral in the Navy, and he, he refused uh, to, to stay with his men. So that that, that shows intestinal fortitude. Um, might not agree with the, you know all the behind the scenes stuff, but. You know, he's not a bad guy overall, and you know I think that's the kind of person we need now. Somebody that's already proven themselves. All right, man. Thank you for the phone call, buddy. Appreciate it. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Let's go to line one, caller X. I want to talk first. No, I would like to report. <laughs> Makes okay. sense. All right, go ahead, caller X. Hey, gentlemen. Look, Obama is to politics what Richard Simmons is to fitness. A lot of show and no substance. He's a face dancer. He steals positions from Hillary, raising taxes on the gas uh, and petroleum companies. He steals positions from McCain, being in favor now of the surge that he was against. Remember John Kerry? Um, and he may not even have been born in the United States. Wow. Uh, and then that, that's something that uh, you could say about McCain, too, because he was... Actually born on a military base overseas, yeah, but in Panama, uh, no, yeah. you're right. But, but also, uh, Obama is white. He's not black. He's half white. He's half black. I'm white. I claim him. I claim him <laughs> as white. He's not black. Right, I'm thank done. you. Five thousand. Just the five thousand color X. All right. You want to take one more call? Or you want to break? Well, tonight I get a word Go in. Ahead. Let's take a call. <laughs> Ron, Ron, you're in the hideout. I um I've listened to you guys you know since you were at the days here at JFK. I'm sorry. And, and like oh, I like that. I like you. My 49 year old black guy. But J Dubs, today you've really gone over into the sublime when you compare or you compare uh, Obama and Hitler. There's no way that any self respecting black person, of course, I associate with Hitler, so don't say that. Yeah, that's right? true. So, but I don't understand why whites are so afraid of black people. I don't understand it. You know, just give us if you. The penises. But, and, uh, you know, we, we can't even get a, a spot on a sports team anymore. We are completely been shut out of everything. You know, and we still have the White House, and we want to keep that around. You know, but he brings up an interesting point. And it really We're last is, to pick in softball. It is this thing where if Barack Obama was not black, and he was another young, fresh-faced guy, white dude, that was out there and was talking and getting people motivated and getting people excited, 
You would be John Edwards. You would no, he wouldn't be John Edwards. He would be completely different from John Edwards because John Edwards is boring and has a love baby, by the way. But it, it, people, it, you would not have this. There love is baby. a <laughs> there would be a segment of society. There's just the segment of society that is just afraid because the man is half black. Uh, that he is going to do See, something to change the world. I've been a McCain fan before Obama even was thought of. Virginia has issued a severe thunderstorm warning for City of Fairfax in Northern Virginia, Southern Fairfax County in Northern Virginia, until 8.15 p.m. At 7.29 p.m., National Weather Service Doppler radar indicated a severe thunderstorm. This storm was located near Centerville and moving east at 21 miles per hour. Locations impacted include Chantilly, Centerville, Brick, Merrifield, Annandale, Lake Barcroft, Lorton. Hail to the size of pennies and wind gusts to 60 miles per hour can't be expected in the warned area. Stay indoors and away from windows until the storm has passed. Going out and doing it yourself. Why do I need the government to uh, come bail me out? Why do I need welfare? Why can't I pick up an extra job and go kill my food and bring it home? But here's the thing. We all get help from somewhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the thing. We from all... my two hands. I'll go out and make my own my own success. But not every, but not every, you want to talk about welfare and handouts. I mean, it's, it happens in the corporate world. It happens in the sports world when you're talking about building, uh, financing various um, stadiums that get built. I mean, it's just these are labels that will be thrown around that genuinely don't even apply. You want to talk about socialism. The guy wants everyone to have health care. Even nincompoops that get in the middle of fights with raccoons and get themselves bitten like J-Dubs earlier today. He it wants was a you to dog. Be able, he, oh, whatever. He wants you to be able to have some health care. What's wrong with that? we got to figure out a way to pay for it, but what? he wants you to have some health care. Now, as far as education, I don't agree with that because it's obvious that not everyone is equal. That I don't agree with. I don't think everyone's equal. I sit in here in this hideout. Mm -hmm. I see the two of you, and it's obvious that I'm better than the two of you, and you should not have the same equal access to education as me. That I think he's wrong on. But as far as the war and sticking it through, I'm sorry. I don't think McCain's any more qualified when it comes to looking at this war. In fact, more How than not? anything, more than anything, he's probably slanted. Because of course he, he is. He's probably slanted by the fact that he... God bless him, serving this country, wants to stay in and never quits. Never knows when to cut your losses. Guess what? There are times when you have to cut your losses. This is one of those times. And that's the biggest problem, that he's blinded by this machismo that he has. Thank God. It's not machismo. It's national pride, and God forbid we have any of that. Well, why, why would I be so prideful of this nation right now? What are we doing that's so great? Killing, killing crazies. We 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 give money like water. I know we are going into debt, but that doesn't stop us from handing money out to what, Africa. How does that make us great? It, how doesn't it? What do you mean? How does not make us great? Because we're not we're, murdering. We're, we're, we, we are the most compassionate nation in the world. We're no, fair. we're not. Not we're, anymore. We're, we're fair. We're, we're, since when? You can a actually, nation based on slavery is a flat, fair nation? You can grow up. A nation that's based on slavery now, a black man can be born in this country and, and rise to the top 
we actually try, of society. We try because to, if he tries, if he actually goes out there and tries to work at something and be successful, he can. In a lot of other societies, you cannot do that. But then we try to make things fair again by trying to equal things out with something like affirmative action. All that's of a retarded. Sudden, oh no! Oh no! Affirmative action's retarded but because we don't acknowledge survival and recognize the, the past. No survival of the fittest. I understand it's, that, but you have to have an evil, an even playing field if you want to play survival of the ten fittest. Years, uh, you know, one more generation from now, it will be a perfectly even playing field. Oh, one more generation as opposed to like the twenty before. Well, no, I think the generation once there's once there's I no longer a generation that's alive that experienced slavery firsthand, whether it be grandparents or, or a real racism. Real quick, I want to uh, we have to throw out that there's a severe thunderstorm warning all around the D.C., Virginia, and Maryland area. So watch out for that if you're out there. Severe thunderstorm warning. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Obama did that too. I wouldn't put it past him. All right, let's take Not a break. Point. All right, let's come back and do something fun. You boys write your poems yet? Yeah. I'm no, good. good. All right, I got my poem. We're going to do dumb jam poetry. Listen, the, the, the main thing behind all of this, and this is the God's honest truth, and this is what I, I mean this, and this is partially of what the hideout is built upon, okay? We used to have a saying here in the hideout, question authority. Mm -hmm. Question everything. Do your best to question. I do not believe that Barack Obama is the savior that a lot of these lemmings think he is. There's no doubt about it. In fact, I was a huge John McCain fan in 2000. I have been shocked in the way that he has reversed a lot of his stances because I liked his maverickness previous to especially the last nine, ten months. This is a man who got completely railroaded by George Bush and Carl Rove. You want to talk a man that's supposed to have some principles here. This is a man that got screwed over in the worst way in South Carolina in 2000. And yet, what has he done? He has gone back and actually brought in some of the people, the disciples of this Rove, that helped get him railroaded. That is not a man who is interested in bettering the country. That is a man who is more interested in compromising himself to be the president of the United States. So he can better the country. That's not the, that's not what it is at all. All right, let's take a break and come back and do something fun. I know it's a Saturday night and it's raining out there and we got other silliness to get to. I just want, I wanted to talk music and look what you did. Hmm. Pisses me off. <laughs> let's take a break, come back, and we'll play another cut from Ludacris and have some fun here in the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Hideout. Prostitutes, pimps, gamblers. Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We sit in the house, slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller and all we say is please at least leave us alone in our living rooms well i'm not gonna leave you alone no. hide out back in the hideout on a saturday night 106.7 wjfk half fan dubs satchel patch with it you can be a part of the show 800-636-1067 800-636-1067 1067 gives a call go on the aol instant messenger hideout radio there's a screen name on there you can talk to us that way wjfk.com all the uh, podcasts are up there ready to go um there's a few from uh when we filled in from rome they were a little bit messed up we reposted those yeah so if you want to go down there and download those so you can hear those shows it's a good time especially if you're a program director mm -hmm. 
800-636-1067. Hey, um... And if you are a program director out there, I'm playing injured right now, so... Uh, Dubs got into a fight uh, earlier today. With a squirrel, right? Mongoose. Dog. Mongoose. Oh. Dog took Ricky my Ricky finger Tabby. off. Ricky Ticky Tabby. Ricky Ticky Tabby, one, two. You, you said you're going to go home early? Yeah, I'm probably going to leave this segment. Really? Yeah. What's wrong? I'm feeling lightheaded. I keep on getting more weak and weak. That's awesome. You should go drive. I'm going to, to the hospital. You are going to go to the hospital? Yeah. You want me to come by? What? To the hospital? If you want to. Uh, I'm a busy. little bear? Maybe some balloons? I'm going to be busy. <clears throat> yeah, bring me uh, bring me some uh, some outside food. Cause some I, vaccine. You know, you know how I hate that hospital food? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that almost hurts you as much as yeah. uh, the reason you went in there. Hospital food is, is actually worse than prison food. I would rather have cold fish sticks and, and coleslaw seven days of the week than some of that. The uh, gorilla biscuits that are served in a hospital. Gorilla biscuits. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's do the um, dumb jam poetry. Let's let's get this um, out of the way, and then Dubs will take off, and it can be really the show I've always wanted. Me and the Satchel Patch. <laughs> That's gonna be a lot of fun. So, uh, Dubs, mm-hmm. you want to start off with sure. yours? Since- Mine's quick, short, sweet, to the point. A haku. This one's called Rent. The third is near. And that means Dub's day of rent is here. Oh no, it's my worst fear. Instead of having rent, my roommate has offered me beer. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I found this out yesterday. Um, my roommate sends me an email. Says, "I'm so sorry. I wanted to tell you last night, but I chickened out. Um, I don't have rent money." <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. So I say. What do you mean you don't have rent money? I don't have rent money. I'm like, you know, some rent money? You don't have part of your rent money? No, I don't have any of it. Does she smoke? Yeah. She has money for cigarettes, I bet. Yep. Yeah. And you guys have been out hitting the bar, right? No. Not not since that. Right. Does she Why, eat? Like a week and a half ago. She has money for food, but she doesn't have money for shelter? Mm-hmm. So... And- is this your first time paying rent since moving in with her? Well, I paid one my first uh, day I moved in for the first month, but yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, let's see. In the last 48 hours, mm-hmm. she's it, stiffing you on your first rent. And she sent the dog on me. And the, her dog attacked you. Mm-hmm. I know where this is going to end up. Small claims court. Judge, Judge Alex. Judy. Judge Alex. <laughs> I think you need to go and Judge Alex. You can get quite a bit. She didn't pay her first month's rent, and her dog attacked her. You should sue for a certain amount. No lawyer fees involved here. This is just going Judge Alex. He's very stern. He's very honest. He listens to both sides. And right now, you know, as crazy as this is, you know, if you can keep the, the kid toucher and the and the dogs attacking kid toucher thing under wraps and don't let Alex figure that out, you might have a legitimate shot. For one thing, I don't think that's a true stat. I think you guys are cooking the books on that one. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the type to sue or stick with a lawsuit. Uh, it wouldn't be worth it for me. Or take up your ankle by kicking the dog's ass. You're a pushover, man. I am. I will agree there. You really are. I'm too nice of a guy. Um, so you going to pay a rent? I'm, I haven't figured it all out yet. Dude, you know what you're supposed to do? Hmm. You go to your landlord and say, here's my half of the rent. Here's $150 uh, for this cardboard box I'm renting. It's more than that. Uh, $200. Yeah, here's my $200. And she's late on her two hundred dollars. So there's a dog. So I will give you my two hundred dollars. She will pay you the late fee, and she will pay you her half of the rent whenever she comes up with it. But this is not on me. 
the sad thing is that's not the way it works. You could still go through and put it in writing. I'm going to try that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going I would, to. I would, at least for your own personal rental history, 800-636-1067, you should at least put it. You should put it in writing, and she should sign it. And then you submit it, the two of you together with your 400 and then her. Because the last thing you want to do is give, uh, is pay her half. Mm-hmm. That's the last thing you want. Because, like Satchel Patrick said before I won't the get show, back. yeah, you won't ever get that money back. You use that money to get you a new cardboard box. Right. Or a new dumpster. Do you need to move back in? No. I'm sorry. I <laughs> thought you were going to say yes, and I just went ahead and said no. My bad. Oh, you know, I'll take you back in if you really need it. No, I wouldn't do that to you guys. My chicks actually, she asked, does he need to come back? I wouldn't do that to you guys. No. Yes, he would. If you need to, you know, if you need to. Where would I sleep anyway? You guys have. The Lanai. <laughs> you could sleep on the porch. But really? You would, you would have a roof over his. You, you could turn that closet out there into something. You used to be in a, a closet. All you need is a cot. You said think, cot with a T, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cot. I, I put my brother on a cot. When my brother got kicked out of high school, I brought him up to live with me, and I put him on a cot and said, you get to sleep on a cot, you ignorant ass. This is what your decisions have got you. Cot time. Wow. I, dubbed, I At the very least, man, don't pay her half. Wow, man. Yeah, so it, it, these last two days, I would have been better off just not getting out of bed. She so, wants, are these two inches closer to the gun on the yardstick no. of death? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, doesn't, she, doesn't, okay. uh, she doesn't have money for rent, and you're going to try to get money out of her to pay for these medical bills from her dog attacking your ass? I'm not going to. You can tell me that. Dude, go on, go on Judge Judy. Judge Joe she Brown. She don't have any money to get. Judge Alex, do something. What does she do for a living? Put her on the streets. Make her work for her money. She manages a bar that just shut down yesterday. Congratulations. So she's unemployed. You yep. have an unemployed roommate who wants you to pay rent. Damn, dude. Are you getting anything out of this? Um, wounds. That's hey, it. You're not even <laughs> what, her wound. What kind of relation? What kind of relationship is this? A normal one, honestly. A normal one. Where did <laughs> you get would be, this? That would be how much? Like I'm any, any relationship. How'd you find this roommate? Over Craigslist. Yeah. You seriously? Hmm. And you didn't expect this. Looking for dummy to pay my rent. Yeah. And, single, be, my, and be my dog's Single chew toy. white female. And, and you, you, you looking, logged for, on, looking for human chew toy. <laughs> you logged on to Craigslist looking mm-hmm. for a roommate. This is what mm-hmm. you got, and you did not expect this? I mean, I, I looked all around. I looked on other... This one just seemed like the most convenient. Uh, uh, <clears throat> and she seemed like she'd be the most lenient. You were just on LemonParty.org. That's all you're doing. None okay. of those guys were, were letting anybody in. Oh, they were. <laughs> oh, yeah, but not their house. <laughs> right. Uh, 800-636-1067. Well, Dubs, it's all karma. How? It's all karma because that's I what I am happened. the nicest guy out there. Dude, hmm. take that back before lightning strikes you now. I've never seen Why? him. I've, I've known him. How long have I known you now? For a little uh, over a year, probably. I've never seen him do a, uh, a foul thing to anyone. See, I'm, I'm, here's what I'm going to encourage. Harmless. He didn't even kick that dog's ass. Here's what I encourage you to do, Satchel Patch. I want you to go through and go to hideoutheretics.net <laughs> and go download old shows. And you will hear the extent of this guy's depravity. He is an awful human being. Oh, I, I'm depraved. And yes, uh, but I'm not He has done awful harmful. things to friends. He mentally abuses. He is a cyber bully. I, That's I will, funny. I will no, take that. Man. That's funny. Yeah, I do it for comedy. The, comedy doesn't count of uh, being exactly being I, a little rude. I, I, I'm not mugging people or taking their money or anything. I'm getting you're mugged. robbing them of their self-esteem. They didn't have it in the first place. Exactly. All right, let's. What's he really on. taking? Let's move on. Let's do the uh, next poem here on uh, new, <laughs> on the Hideout 106.7 <laughs> WJFK. You want me to go? Uh, if you want to go, I can go either way. Doesn't matter. I'll go. All right, you go. 
Uh, the title of mine is To Cut or Not to Cut. <laughs> to Cut or Not to Cut the Fetus? That is the question. <laughs> this time, abortion really hits home. In the past, it was easy. If it ever happened to me, the fetus would be gone. Take a step back and listen to the advice I would give. Think about the future. That baby's life would never begin. The kid needs a solid home. Never again will you be able to roam. Are you sure you're ready to raise a kid? You think it'll be fine. Tons of people already did. Hearing the news made my stomach twitch. Four pregnancy, pregnancy tests with the same results makes my butt itch. My girl isn't pregnant. Whew. Sigh of relief. My little brother's going to be a father. Now that's beyond belief. It's a little different sometimes when it's your kid brother not thinking with the right head. Now his girl's going to be a mother. Damn, dude. How old's your little brother? 21 years old. And last week, last week I was out. I was dealing with some personal issues. And this is pretty much number one on the priority list. Well, the, the, the worst thing is the, the mother is 14. So it's it's multi layered. That's legal in Arkansas. Then. Now, now, I, you know, I told you about my little brother living with on on a cot earlier. He hadn't made the best decisions probably since he was about seventeen years old, mm-hmm. and he got kicked out of high school. And so he didn't have a high school diploma. So I told my mom and dad, "Listen, mom and dad, y'all can't beat him, but I sure as hell can. Send him up here with me. I'll get the kids straightened out, and I'll beat him into submission." Well, I got him graduated high school. He came up to live with me on a cot, and I pretty much put him in the floor and said, "That's where you're going to sleep." Uh, it worked out for a while. I ended up, you know, maybe I wasn't the best role model or whatever. Maybe I was more of a hypocrite. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, that always works out real well. And, and so I, I actually came to terms with that. And as I left Arkansas and moved down to, uh, to, to the Tampa hideout about three years ago, I, I tried to change my life around a little bit. But my brother went back home and got back into his old ways with drugs and some of the people he was hanging out with. So I told my parents once again, get his ass back down here to Florida and I'll take care of this. Well, I tried to do a little bit better job. I was leaning, living cleaner and things like that. My brother mm-hmm. lived in, and pretty much every day I was on his ass. Ew. Well, yeah. I eventually had to kick him out because he can't get pregnant that way. He mm-hmm. wouldn't He wouldn't uh, quit <laughs> using drugs or something like that, so I kicked his ass out. You already know I've been narking out, narking, narking out people with drugs, so I, I yeah. kind of changed a little bit. So I kicked his ass out because he wouldn't stop. And then now he turns up, he's dating this 19-year-old girl. She's a nice little girl, but he's still 21. He's ignorant. He's a child. And then he comes to me. Last week and says, "Big brother, my girl's pregnant." Ouch! And and how far along? Ah, uh, this is a reason to vote for Obama. Two months, two months pregnant. You got your reason to vote for Obama. Yeah, but they're not going to do it. She, the girl's, ex- I mean, tickled pink. And one of the things that bothers me, that's how you get pregnant. Uh-huh. And, and she, <laughs> she, like, I, what really confirmed it to me is she's always, oh, I'm so in love, and I'm like, girl, you're 19 years old, you're stupid, you don't know what what you have going on, mm-hmm. you know, you're horny. No. Man, yeah. you can't stop our love, yeah, I man. I don't know. I know the world, man. Well, and I'm thinking she wants to get married. She's always talking about this, and I'm telling my brother, listen, don't do that crap. She's 19. You never know what's going to happen. Boom, I go over there. She's pregnant, and I'm like, oh, Lord. Now she's got her way. I'm sitting here thinking this is what she wanted. She did this deliberately. She's going to get all that satchel money. Right? Yeah. She's get that, or not. The Patch family fortune. Exactly. You know, which is which is Patch. Uh and so I'm sitting here thinking she's doing this on purpose. And I go over there to visit my brother. He's not there. And she's got two of her nep- nieces and nephews running around, three years old and one year old. And, I'm, mm-hmm. and, I, and it's confirmed kind of in my head, this bitch really wanted that. And so it shows her mental state to where she's 19. My brother is a loser. He's 21 years old. He's a host at a freaking restaurant. 
She's a waitress at a restaurant. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a good job these days. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so a host and a waitress are about to try to raise a child at 19 and 21 years old. And, and not only am I thinking, first thing that hits my head, kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it. They want it. And, you know, so then I come to terms with it. And, you know, sometimes babies can be blessings, as my mother told me. <laughs> but it's, it's honestly, a 21-year-old kid and a 19-year-old kid thinking that they can actually raise a child as server and hostess is so far beyond the fact delusional that I'm at a loss for words. And it really makes me sick in my stomach and a lot of people... Do you, do you feel like... Oh, by the way, let's do this really quickly, Sideshow. Um, let's break right here for station identification along the Hideout Radio Network, if we can, please. Live from the Geico Studios, this is Washington's Talk Superstation, WJFK-FM and WJFK-FM HD, Manassas, Washington, D.C. Uh, You're back on the Hideout Radio Network. Uh, 106.7 WJFK. All right, so do you feel like you let your little brother down? Yes, I do too. I really, I really more so blame this on you than yeah. I blame it on I, him. I've, I was taken on I, when he came down here to live with me. I took on the role as father figure in his life. And yeah. what'd you do? I shared a room with him for you know ten years growing up in my life. What about a condom? More. No, I, you, you know, I, you're, you're, more you know of a, you're more of an uncle figure. Honestly, this is where my failings came. It, my my teachings to him was more on the on the lines of job, get yourself an education, uh, get off the drugs. You know, get your act together and stuff like that. But when it comes to, to women, you know, when it comes to his girlfriend, you know, you know, you can go do this. Don't do anything like that. Almost I didn't have that sex talk with him. I thought, you know, that's fine. You can do whatever you want with women. I'll just ignore that. Mm -hmm. And then, boom, it comes back to bite you in the ass. And really, it it a lot of people have told me it's not your pro How is this your problem? And they don't understand that, you know, it is my problem. He's my brother. So be my nephew. This child is being brought up that will be brought up in the welfare system. Is my nephew. Right. And, you know, Another reason family. to vote for Barack Obama. Meanwhile, my little brother's taking a tour of Ivy League schools through the Northeast. He Shut hit the hell up. He hit Georgetown uh, this last week. He oh, went to nice. Georgetown, NYU, Harvard, Yale, Penn. I'm going to throw my microphone at you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's going through all those. Where's he want to be? Uh, I think, honestly, a politician. Let him hang out with me. I'm going to get him on, on dope and let him drop out. Honestly, I miss your mom. Uh, uh, it is the hideout 106.7 WJFK. Well, man. Now, uh, with, uh, flip, with your brother's situation, yeah. is there any hope of any of them making like uh, anything of themselves to raise this kid? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. Uh, I've been trying to get my brother to go into the military of some sort. And I say, give you a shot at a, uh, yeah, yourself, Air Force or something. Yeah. Just give yourself a shot at education. Go in there. Let them shape you as a man, because the military will mold you. Yeah. It'll it'll make you no longer weak and no longer feminine. It's it, true. It'll turn you into a man, mm -hmm. and then you'll realize responsibilities, and maybe give you some money to go to school and educate yourself, so you're not working four or five jobs. You know, my dad did it that way. My dad had a. a well, it worked out though. He's got two great sons. Yeah, and, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a daughter. But oh, you, know, you have a sister. Yeah. Do you have sister. pictures? Yeah. I'll see if I can find some. You She's know, you can. Find, is she hot? She's good looking. She's married. She's the exception. Right. Like I, I'm, she's, she's the good. One. She's the good one. I'm the degenerate, and my brother is a mixture between the two. Obviously, he's more of a degenerate. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this. So, are you pro-life or pro-choice, or pro-abortion? Pro, I'm pro-choice. You know, if, sometimes if this was me, let's I, say, let's I say, would rather this have happened to me than him. Right. 
if this happened to your Cuban girlfriend right now, all right, I'd take her horseback riding. <laughs> Guess what? We're gonna go. We're gonna go play some softball. You're gonna be in the hot corner at third, and you won't. Ha- you won't have a glove. She'll be the catcher. What do catcher. you think of Six Flags? We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna wrap her around the the catcher as the uh, the padding. Hello, King's Dominion. <laughs> I got a coat hanger. I do them manually. Stop it. Uh, shock jock. Stop it. I'm trying. But you are pro choice. Yeah. Dubs, what about you? You're now pro life, right? No, I'm always pro choice. Mm, okay. I think the abortion age should be raised. You know, like my, uh, what was it? What's, what's the term limit? You can do it at three. Or, uh, you can't do it in the third trimester, which is the last three months. No. So six to nine months. You know, put it, you know, it's crazy to say this, but I think we should be able to execute people, kids. You know, when we find out that they're going to be turds and stuff like this, like minority report. Uh, honestly, my brother should have been executed at 17 when he flunked out of high school instead of me having to pamper him for, what's he, 21 for the past four years. And him still not getting the message. I agree with and you. And now he's going to raise a kid? I agree with you completely, by the way. I this think, is the same awful cycle. I think we overvalue life, and abortion should be extended until at least the age yeah. of seven. Because you're going to know at that point whether or not you got a winner or yeah. a loser. Hold on. I don't know if I can leave now. I can't I can't have this stuff just be spewed out there well, with no sense. My brother was good at seven. It wasn't until I got him using drugs. When he was like in seventh grade. That's when he turned into a turd. Right. So this was actually all falls on me if you want to know the truth. I am to blame. I'm the one that went and checked him out of school and said, smoke this with me. This is going to be the greatest thing in the world. Wow. Could you imagine the Satchel Patches, your big brother, and that's exactly and that's, how you end up. That's, that's maybe one of the you things. You should be taking care of this kid. I am. I am. I'm going to have to. That's why I put a lot of the blame on my shoulders because I'm the one that led him down the path of darkness. All right. This is I where blame we're gonna... it on there not being enough sheep in Arkansas where you guys actually <laughs> got together with humans. Let's do this. Do you remember in middle school when he had to carry an egg around and not break it and you know, do the whole when, thing? When he should have been doing that, that's when I was checking him out to go smoke yeah, dope. omelet day. I say we do that with uh, with Flip Satchel until next week. We have to carry the egg around, see what happens to it, journal it, do all that stuff. Oh, you want to videotape it? We can put it up on WJFK.com sure. if we want to. However the hell you're going to get a camera to follow me around, that's fine, but I'll do the egg deal. You'll hold on to the egg? We might. I might have breakfast. What happened? Do they get rotten? How long do they last? No, no, you can carry it around for a week. It'll be fine. Does, does, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, people are wondering if you said you turned them into a terp. Um, not the, uh, not the, uh, Terps. No, Turd. He was saying Turd. turd. All right. Here's the thing. Genuinely. Uh, that thing should be aborted. Like, there's no doubt it should be aborted. Or at least one for adoption. You know, I don't think so. This is the one instance. That's why I say it hits close to home. And in any other, any other situation, like I would tell my friend. It should close to the bottom of the stomach. Feel it. You know, but now this is my brother. I can almost see. Have the damn thing. Ed Gummett. Ed Gummett? Why? <laughs> there they are. Great words of wisdom from Big Brother. Have the damn thing, Dad Gummett. <laughs> oh, Lord. And you're the one against socialism. It's always the people that really would well, benefit that's the, the most from no. socialism. No, I told him I told him to pick up two jobs. I said, your life is now over. I said, you should be working 90 hours a week, you know, prepay for this. And she should be taking uh, softball sliding. Yeah. Uh, uh, Something. She, she's a, she's go to stunt school. Sweetie, look at this. Fall downstairs. <laughs> Slip and slide. <laughs> We're gonna go to Walmart and do it in the parking lot. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Oh, uh, but it's awful. All right. Well, listen, man. It just sounds like another cycle of rednecks just continuing to breed. <laughs> Congratulations.
Just nothing new. Let's get her up on a high dive and just All right. <laughs> Look at you. You're over there. Let me get... listen. The bad thing is, this she's whole... so excited. This whole segment, she couldn't be more excited. Really? Yeah. She couldn't be. This is what shock, she wanted. Shock. Yeah. You know that does kind of scare you a little bit. Yeah. Because she... 19 years old, she and looks. This is... She looks at the satchels like her. That's her. This is my meal, meal ticket. Yeah. I'm she's gonna ride up. this satchel wave. <laughs> what is she like? What's she look like? Uh she's she's a cute little girl. Yeah, yeah. She's nineteen. That's gonna be destroyed though. She's absolutely nineteen. And, and there's. Do nothing... you want kids? Yeah, I love kids. I love kids, and, and I, I can't wait. To, I can't wait to have kids. But that's you know, Dub, there's, there's, that's right. Dub's got a There's a time and a place, and the time is not nineteen years old and twenty-one years old. That's not the time to have a child. No, it really is like sixties. When yeah. you're in your sixties, that's really the prime time at this point. Dubs for you, you're gonna have children. I, I'm not gonna plan on it. Right. I don't want any. <laughs> yeah. If it happens, mm-hmm. whatever. Man, I'm gonna have sex first. All oh. right, here we go. Let's read my poem. Okay. All right. What's it called? My favorite mitt. It goes without saying that most guys like their toys brand new. Unless it's a girlfriend. For some reason, they tend to like them used. Their rationale? She can apply what she's already learned. But then you have more of a probability of contracting something that burns. Oh, I prefer my fiancé, who was a 20-something virgin when I met her. Unsoiled and untainted before I drug her through the gutter. Play it against sports. is fine for certain things. But when I get my new mint, I don't want it covered with other guys' stains. Same goes with chicks. I want them pure as a dove. So I can be the first to oil them up, spit on them, and throw them into the dirt. Just like a new baseball glove. So you are comparing your (laughs) chicks' naughty bits to a beaten up piece of leather. Well, (laughs) kind of. Um, Let me explain. So, yesterday, very long week, uh, yesterday my uh, chick and I, I went and bought a little bottle of Patron, we did some shots, had some Bud Light Lime, and, um, how is that by the way? It's good, I really like it. It's like Corona Light, but without all the work of putting the lime in, it's actually really good. So anyway, that's by the way not a paid commercial, although it can be. So, uh, yesterday we're having sex, okay, I think. Because I was, man, I like, I was loaded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> loaded. You know, I'm on this diet, too, and I'm not really drinking at all, so I get loaded, right? Shocked that I could even perform. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, uh, it was, you know what it was? And I, I asked her today. I go, did we have sex last night? <laughs> she hits me. <laughs> I'm like, what are you hitting me for? And I was like, I, I didn't know if it was real or not, because it was like this fantasy. Because, here, let me tell you what happened really quickly, all right? Mm-hmm. So we're there on the couch watching that 70s show, you know, getting turned on. Yeah. And My Ashton Kutcher's delicious. He is. <laughs> and I tell her, I go, hey, go put the dog up. So we create him. I'm like, grab the cats. Go lock the cats in the room. Put them in the room with us. Because one of the things we couldn't do when Dubs was living with us is have sex in the living room. Mm-hmm, I love yeah. having sex in that couch, oh, yeah. though. We couldn't find Chuck, the little homosexual cat. Yeah. I think he was actually hiding on purpose watching Taking Pictures. I'm sure he's a voyeur. But... What ends up happening is, like, you know, we do it there on the couch. You should have cuckled with, uh, with uh, Chuck. Uh, what is that? Uh, where you watch Chuck uh, yeah, never mind. do his thing. Yeah. So, anyway, we're there on the couch, and I'm doing it, all right? Mm-hmm. And it was hot. Like, I'm not just saying it was hot, but, like, my chick is good. She's oh. very good. But here's the thing. 
I made her that way. And I take pride in that because she was a virgin when I met her, you know? And at first, it was that odd virgin sex. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now I have turned her into the perfect freak. And I said this before. I don't want a chick, like, just like I wouldn't go buy a used baseball glove. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't fit your hand right. You know, it's not. It's it's all stained and stinky. And you know what I mean? And most guys have bigger hands than you. <laughs> True. Okay. So I would go buy myself a new gold gold glove series Rollins. Junior. And Eddie Murray edition. <laughs> and then get no like a little second baseman. <laughs> and really like you know break that sucker in. And that's exactly that's what I've done. And it's great. The sex every time is great because I got her where she is pleasing her. You know, she's able to do her thing, mm-hmm. but to the point at which I like it. It yeah. is so fantastic. It's great. So, again, if you're out there, you know, people tell me, well, I prefer an experienced chick. And I'm like, oh, why? Why would you want that? Who needs that? You give it a little time. You work hard. You break it in for yourself. That's the great part. That's what a, that's what makes America fantastic. There's one good thing about a new chick or a chick that hasn't done before, where she doesn't know what she's doing is completely depraved and weird, and no other girl will actually exactly. do it. Exactly. You tell her all the girls, you know, lay under a glass table like this. Yeah. Just lay there. <laughs> My chick has no idea that what she's doing. I learned never porn. been. A, I've never been with a girl who didn't like getting her face uh, covered in saran wrap. And all right, we'll take a thing. break. Come back. You leaving? Yeah. All right, Dubs, get out of here. Uh, why are you leaving again? Just need a night off? No, I got attacked by a dog and got to go to the emergency room. Wow, that sounds deep tissue damage. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know either. All right, well, Dubs is going to go take a nap. So we'll come <laughs> back after this and continue to talk to you. It'll just be Hefe in the Satchel Patch, the future of radio, next, right here on 106.7 WJFK. Hey, point out here. Break, pay, shower, fence. Break, pay, make her feel different. Break, the hideout. Yeah. The hideout. All right, back in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe, J-Dubs. Decided that he does not care about the audience. He's taking the rest of the night off. He was foaming at the mouth. Going home. Uh, I think he was going to watch Cujo. But uh, the Satchel Patch is here, so we're fine. Southern yep. Dubs hanging out with us. Actually, Dubs uh, involved with a, in a dog fight. Got attacked by a dog earlier today. What? Is, seriously, it's like, what a nincompoop. I blame him. I blame him for the, just the stupid things he gets himself into. He put himself in that situation. A dumb roommate who can't pay her rent. Now she's got a dog that hates his dog, and I don't blame that dog for hating his dog because his dog sucks. This is going to end up in court. I mean, no, with no rent paying, dog fighting. He's a pushover, though. He's the guy that you hope you get as a roommate. This Including is, me. This is, I think this has Judge Alex written all over it. Mm. Judge Joe Brown, something like that. This is exactly what, does he not, is he not television court material? Oh, the, yeah, look at him. He's trash. To go in there with this story, <laughs> dog getting attacked. Two dogs fighting. I stepped in the middle, hurt to break it up. Her dog bit me, but there's muscle coming out of his ankle. Severe. Yeah. She's not paying her rent. She needs me to pay her rent for her. I love it. Hey, Joe's here. Joe Radio coming up in just about 25 minutes. What's happening, Mr. Ardinger? Howdy, y'all. How are you? Sounds like things are hot in Florida. 
It's, it's, a, it's a wild show tonight. You're talking politics and abortion, and everybody's getting all upset. <laughs> that is true. Dogs, uh, euthanasia. What's coming up on Joe Radio? Are you going to keep it going? Yeah, yeah. You know, we got great ratings uh, this week on the Saturday night end. We, we did. Yeah. yeah, things look good. The hideout in the Joe Radio is, uh, is what, five hours of solid rock. I love it, man. So it's a... So tonight my guest is Alec Rawls, and he uh, wrote a book called Crescent of Betrayal. It's his second time on my show, talking about the Flight 93 memorial controversy up in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. And there's oh, some yeah. updating to do on that. So he'll be on, and uh, then we're just going to freestyle it through the 10 o'clock hour. That's what we're going to do now. We're going to freestyle it, too. Hey, who's Joe voting for? Well, I'm glad you asked that. I'm about 90% for Obama. Mm -hmm. But the worst things get... I really kind of want to vote Republican and make them clean up their own goddamn mess. <laughs> yeah. And that's what's kind of funny to me about the whole thing, too. It's just like, yeah, well, go ahead. Let's let's go ahead and do the Republican thing again. Yeah. Why, yeah, why not? It's, it's your mess. It's going to be a mess for a long time. Why should we take you out of it? You know? Yeah, right. And it's funny because it's almost like if you were Barack, you look at this. Why would you even want to step in here? Well, you know, you're, you're president. You're the president of the world if you're the president of the united states so that is true all right so there you have it let me George. let me tell you something about abortion too i love it i love it as much as you can tell me give me details gory everybody's against abortion until their daughter gets knocked up by a gangbanger exactly so i could not agree that's more. it that's it in a nutshell you're right no, you're absolutely right though man every single one of these guys they're all hypocrites these yeah. these anti-choice guys every single one of them would go around and do it if it happened to their little girl or to their wife or whatever, or their mistress. Without but, a doubt. All right, there he is, Joe, Joe Radio coming up. Good stuff. Congratulations on the ratings, too, Joe. Hey, uh, right back at you. We're all doing strong here on Saturday night. It's great to be paired up with you guys. So. All right, we'll there see he you. goes. Joe Radio, stick around for that guy. Um, all right, so Dubs is gone. Now I can finally do the show that I've always wanted to do, me and the Satchel Patch. Hey, let me ask you something, Satchel Patch. What's that? When you look at Dubs and you see what's happened to him, and it's funny because I see in you what Dubs used to be. Dubs used to be a guy that was freewheeling, having some fun, no care in the world, and he has completely crumbled as a human being. Do you think? And and this is and he, he's mentioned it before. Do you think that a guy has to have a woman in his life to be worth a damn? Some somewhat. Uh, now with me personally, uh, you know I would never say I was a scumbag. Hey, I used to be a scumbag. But my life, my life is definitely better with the girl I have now. Right. My, my relationship with her is wonderful, and I think I'm a better person because of that. And but but my say my, my life pre relationship. Now that I look back on it, it, it looks kind of, you know, shallow. Mm -hmm. but, but now, at, you know, I feel a little bit more filled, uh, just because she's a little more filled. <laughs> uh, but here's what's funny. Like I really think, and as much as I hate to say it. If you want to be successful, you got to have a chick. I mean, I know there are guys that are successful, but a lot of it has to do with maybe, you know, they have some natural athletic talent. You know what I mean? But if you're just kind of an average guy going through life, you need a chick there almost to balance you out so that you're not just a complete degenerate. Because I look at Dubs, man. Dude, all right, first of all, when I met the guy, he never showered. He was a complete dirtball. He still doesn't, does well, he? Well, hold on. When we were in Michigan, okay? That's when we very first yeah. met was in Michigan. Then he found himself finally a girl that was spread for him, 
And so he started to clean up his act, literally, all right? A bath a week. Yeah, this woman put him in his in his place, like really kind of turned him almost into a human being. Yeah. You know, we come out to D.C., we do the hideout, everything's great there. In D.C., things happen, we are forced to move to Orlando. She moves down with him. He still has his act together. When this girl leaves him, his world falls apart. And not because... Not because she was so great. In fact, she wasn't. And I'm glad they broke up because I hated the bitch. But she did little stuff like paying the bills, making sure that he bathed. You know what I mean? That's a big one. And just like making sure, because when you get a chick, they make sure you're a human being. Because otherwise, if you're a guy, you will wallow in filth. You will not worry about bathing. You will not worry about if things get paid on time. You are only worried about when your next batch is going to be run and how you can get money to get drunk and or stoned. And and, and whatever your stoned is, I mean this, the stoned in the fact that Hi. how can I get high? Yeah. Is it with, was it with food? Is it with video games? Is it with actual drugs? You know what I mean? Like, what is it? How, how am I going to get my high? So you think and he's girls, w- girls are great buzzkills. Like, that's almost why it's great to have a chick because they are amazing buzzkills. And that's just the truth. But what they do, you bring up an interesting concept. Of course, because I'm brilliant. But when it comes to job-related things, I used to get more work done single. I will agree with that. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, if I did not have my fiancé right now, I'd be syndicated. Yeah. I know, because I would have more time to work without her coming down on me and being like giving me a guilt trip. You know what I mean? Or maybe you're more considerate. You know, or you pay attention to what they have going on to the point you're where you're more of a human being. Yeah, like you said, like your like your high may be playing video games or something like that. You know, my my high would be sitting in front of a computer playing with editing software, doing this for three, four, five, six hours. Sometimes after I got off work, that's extended upon the day. But now you have a girl in the relationship, you a girl in your life. You can't do those. You see, things. women are necessary evils. Yeah, you know what I mean, because you need them first of all for that sweet friction they provide. But secondly, you need them so that they can make you into a human being. But then they're evil because they also hold you back. Well, women, a lot of time, women hold you back. Like, women make us presentable. You know, I don't think, like you were talking about, we live in our own filth. I actually did. You know, dishes stacked up, you know, a mile high in the sink. The ants in the living room used to fight with the ants in the kitchen. And it, we didn't mind the ants because they were the only ones that cleaned the damn place. Right. Uh, you know, this type of thing that goes on, my, my kitchen's clean now. My carpets are, are, are dude. Do you know what my vacuumed? You know what my chick is doing all day while she's listening right now on WJFK.com. She's not larping. She's actually going out gardening, vacuuming, yeah. getting stuff for the dog, fixing doing, the grill. This is what this is what women do. And, and now, you know, this has been the role they've they've provided throughout life: the cleaning, the making men presentable, making sure you're not, you know, wearing ridiculous things you you match you go out in public and you're you're presentable that's why gay guys got it so lucky because they got two chicks you know what i mean like it's two chicks the plate you ever been to a gay couple's house it is spotless yeah these guys are pristine they got money it's like having two women together on the on the flip side you got a couple lesbians they act more like dudes so lesbians a lot of times it's the truth you go over to the house, it's not nearly as clean. Football's on TV, you're, hey, you want a beer, it's in the fridge, go get it your damn self. They're not nearly as clean, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you kind of have to have the, the yin and the yang, you know? And I'm telling you, man, it's it's just the whole situation where <sighs> chicks are a necessary evil. They are. 
And I don't know what to do. Like, it's almost like I got to find Dubs a chick. Don't do it on uh, Craigslist. Well, but how, how do you go about finding women? He, he's still... Now, he, he's back like in the, the living in his own filth type of phase right now. Mm-hmm. He still may not be as bad as he was when you met him. But hygiene-wise, he's not he's not cleanly. Dude, he's, he's regressed to the 19-year-old intern that I met when I very first met him at, at Lansing's Rock Station Q106. When did he get fat? He got he was he was fat. He was he was fat when I he met him when he was fat. Yeah. So he's about to start packing on the pounds right about now. Uh, he won't pack on the pounds until he gets another chick. That's what made him fat. The problem, yeah. That's uh, that, well, that too. All I mean, right. that's part of it. I'm telling you, man. There's a whole thing to this, guys. You know it. I know it. These women. I'm getting married too, by the way. Necessary evil. It's gonna be great, though. You know, I'm getting. The, I saw something in the news the other day that made me think of you. What? The whole Bennigan's deal. You know, Bennigan's shut down all across the country, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Bennigan's own steak and ale as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I did my first proposal to my uh, first wife at a steak and ale in Lubbock, Texas, on April Fool's Day. Shocked that one didn't work out. Th- that I really, my heart went out to you. You can no longer go out there. <laughs> And, you know, have that special moment at the Steak and Ale booth. It's closed down now. Shut up. Um, all right, so I saw this. Let me ask you this. Because you're in a relationship right now. Yeah. How's it going? Wonderful. Really? It couldn't be any better. With your chick? Personally, I- I'm happier than I've ever been. Uh, you know. You know, I am too. I'm getting booty 10 times, 15 times a week. Right. Uh, you know, to the point where one of my points a couple of weeks ago is that she's too much for me. Mm-hmm. Here I am. You know, before I'm in a relationship, me and my computer... Uh, you know, getting it on, uh, running batches four or five times a day. Right. Maybe not that, you know, but you, the whole mental thing, you know, once a day maybe. And then you finally get that girl and you're like, man, if, you know, if I ever had a girl, this is what I'm going to do. And now that I do, she's putting me in the ground. She's right. working me overtime. I can't keep up with her. But, like, because I'm kind of the same way. It's funny because, like, I got a great chick. We're having great sex. She takes care of the animals. She's very supportive of the career. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then you almost kind of understand why these girls are so good for you. You know, it's the same thing for you. Yeah. And then I look at Dubs. Man, if he if he had a woman that cared about him at all, he would have not come in to do this show. The only source of joy that he has all week are these three hours on Saturday nights. I, That's the reason he came in here. He said, the only, dude, this is the only thing during the week that makes me happy. And I it's go, true. I go, ironically, this is what makes me miserable. These three hours, at least having to talk to you, Dubs. For, for him, it's 100% pure honesty that this is pretty much the highlight that for me it's, it's, it's not the highlight of my day uh radio wise this is definitely the highlight of my day i can come in here and actually be myself and relax a little bit and in him the same way but this is where you know it's that it's, it's the hideout this this is the environment where you're hanging out with your friends you know you get to go hang out and be yourself and relax a little bit and if you don't have that girl in your life this that's what you live for hanging out with your boys drinking throwing back a couple of cold beers relaxing Shooting the breeze back and forth on the radio. I wonder if I quit this show if he'd shoot himself. Like, if that would absolutely, the yardstick of death, that would be it. He'd be done. It'd be close. You know, when you when you have that thing that, that keeps you attached to reality, and right now, it's it's the hideout. It's, it's hanging out with the boys, relaxing. And once that's gone, the spiral really starts. Right. And, and I saw it back when I was single. You know, I, I was a complete loser. I'd play 15, 15 hours of Nintendo a day. Um a minimum of 70 beers a week. I would drink a 12-pack of Milwaukee's Best today, the heavy stuff, the copper top. And me and my boys would sit in there and do absolutely nothing but, but was stay it, drunk. Was it fun, though? Was it happy? Oh, it was a blast. It was it, it was fun. And, and I actually talked about this with my girl not too long ago. 
It was the last night, as a matter of fact. We were having dinner, and she she asked if I ever really missed that old life, if I missed that old lifestyle. Oh, see, now that's a trap. Cause oh, it is. She's setting you up. But what I said was, you know, I miss my friends. I don't miss the things we did. I, I miss shooting pool with my buddies, you know. And she was like, you really don't seem like a happy hour kind of guy we were talking about. I was like, hell no, I'm not a happy hour. You know, my happy hour was sitting at the house drinking a 12-pack of beer with my buddies. And then after... You know, we polish off a few cold beers. Then we go out to the bar, and we're the ones that are absolutely staggering drunk, can't talk, you know, causing a ruckus in the back of the bar. That was us. But I don't I don't miss that lifestyle, but I miss – I mean, we had some good times. Well, that's what's funny, too, because a lot of times when you get a chick and you get really serious with the chick, you almost feel like you got to give up your boys. You do. You absolutely do. Do you have to, though? You absolutely do, because there was no way if a girl ever came into our tight little circle of guys – she would be booted out quicker than Lord knows what because, you know, I can remember uh, we would make up names for them and just call them. We, um, Dodson, my old boy, brought home a girl and we started calling her Yeti and making <laughs> Chewbacca noises at her till she started crying. We absolutely ran her out of the house. And uh, my buddy Killer Kyle would bring home a girl. And, and we, had, we had a name for her so bad that it, it ran her tears. We called her 41. And she was, you know, she was like, why do y'all keep calling me 41? And it goes back to they had pillow talks the first night they were together, and she was like, he asked her how many guys she had been with, and she said, uh, 41. <laughs> and so we'd find these things out, and girls would try to come and make their way into the circle. And it's when a guy, if you have a tight, tight-knit tight group like that, and a girl comes in, they're cheating on you with that girl. And it gets to the point where she has to go, this is not acceptable, now, and she gets run out. Let me tell you this. It is the Hideout 106.7 WJFK talking relationships like only the way men can do. Now that Dubs is gone because he's not in one. My first wife was like that. She was a she was a woman that I couldn't have around the boys. Anytime I had her around the boys, or she would listen to the Hideout. She'd give me mess. Yeah. You know what I mean? She didn't even want to be associated with the show. She didn't want to be associated with nothing and to me, that really is what kind of ended our marriage because she couldn't accept what I wanted to do on the radio. Yeah. The new to wife-to-be, by the way, she is the chick that I could have around. She is the chick that I could have around with my boys. She could be sitting in here right now, not care, laughing at everything that yeah. we're saying and being completely cool with it. So you almost got to find that girl that is willing to accept you for you because here's the thing. I'm going to just say this really quickly to you, Satchel Patch. I know you think you're in love right now, and you're in love with a girl, but here's what's going on. You're compromising yourself. You're, oh, yeah. you're compromising yourself and who you are, and eventually you're going to grow to resent this woman who can't accept you or who is not going to like what she hears on the radio. I understand. I don't think I am, though. Uh, I, I understand where you're coming from with that, though. But honestly, I think I, I've, I've been true to myself with this, with the, in the relationship I am and the, and the things I've done and the things... I've shared with her. I've been, I've been absolutely truthful with her. It's just certain, certain details of, of things in my past that, that she, she's mentally not able to handle that she would rather do without. Well, let, let, let me tell you. Let me give you a little quick education here. Right? Here's what's going on. If you're looking for a chick, and you really think, all right, this is the girl I'm gonna be with, like forever. You know what I mean? Or at least for a very, That's very a crazy long time. concept. For a very, very long time. Let's say you got four things you really, really like. All yeah. right. You cannot ever compromise one of those four things. If you are compromising any one of those four things, you cannot marry her. You cannot get involved in a long-term relationship with her because you will grow to resent that chick. You will grow to hate her if she doesn't maybe have the hair, color, or style that you like. 
if maybe she doesn't like the certain movies that you like, eventually you're going to grow to hate her. you got to realize there are three billion women on this earth. You can go find one that meets all of the criteria that you have. I really feel like I found one. I think I got. I have not compromised in the slightest on the kind of chick that I have. The question I ask for you is you're listening right now on a Saturday night. Maybe you're about to go out. You're going to meet some bitches. Maybe you're going out and you're driving with your girl right now. All right, let's make this uncomfortable. Driving in your car right now. There you are on the beltway. You're listening to a chick. Don't change the station. It's about to get uncomfortable. I want you to look over at her. Just analyze her up and down for a moment like you're the Terminator. You can look her up and down and you have all the, the four things that you really like, all right? Maybe it is as shallow as blonde hair, big boobs, and you're sitting next to a brunette with a flat chest, and you're thinking, I'm going to go ahead and marry you. Are you? Because guess what you're going to want? Every single time you have sex with her, you're going to want someone else. Do yourself a favor and get out of that. And girls, it's the exact same thing. You're looking for a guy that you think, I can take around with mommy and daddy, and he's cool, but he sometimes he turns into Frank the Tank. Well, guess what? <laughs> Frank the Tank is who he is. Yeah. He's putting on the show around you. So if you look at him and you're trying to suppress that Frank the Tank, you got to understand it is going to end badly. So just get out now. Unless you are just there to bang each other. If you're just yeah. there to bang each other, then you don't then that's what it, It's not a relationship. Yeah. It's, it's more of a uh, sex buddy. Right. Something like that. Let me ask you. Are you compromising at all with this girl? Absolutely not. I honestly don't believe so. Do you think she is? Uh, uh, probably. She's with me for crying out loud. Yeah. I look at my chick. I like seriously. Like I look at her. Uh, I was talking to a, a, a friend today, and they they say, "Your girl's gorgeous." Like she's seriously, she's gorgeous. And I go, and, and but she goes, she doesn't act like she's gorgeous. Like yeah. she doesn't act like she's beautiful. Not gorgeous, beautiful. You know, like in the real sense, like she's beautiful. But she doesn't act like she's beautiful. And I go, I know. She got low self esteem. Thank God. If she thought any higher of herself, yeah. she would not be with me. She's out of here. Thank goodness her mother is a lunatic bitch and beat it into her head that she's no good. Otherwise, she never, ever would have gotten with me. Well, a lot of times, like when you speak about being true to yourself and things of that nature, sometimes the way the way you were like as, as a drunk or as a screw-up, a lot of that can be just a young, ignorant child, and you have no common sense about what's right and wrong, and then... You know that's almost the uh, the oddity, the the what's what should be removed. And then when you find your true self, you can actually be, you know, right. You can actually be yourself, and then look at something in the past, maybe, and be like, maybe maybe that was out of the ordinary. That's not normally the way I am. That's not normally the way I should be. That's almost you know something uh, aside. We'll we'll put that aside and move forward from here. But as far as compromising, uh, you know. You know why? It's, let me tell you why it's awesome really quick. Why I wrote my poem this week about my chick and our sex life. Because yesterday when we were having sex, even though I was so drunk that, you know what, I didn't even realize we were really having sex, I had my eyes open. And that's a, that's a big deal. Yeah. Like, I had my eyes open, and I was looking at her, and I wasn't thinking of someone else. Yeah. Now, that's odd. You used to say you would think of, you would think of someone else? Dude, when I was married... That's crazy. Dude, you absolutely... I would close my eyes and think of the... Just the exact opposite of the woman that I was with. That's crazy. That's, are, that's are the red, way most guys are, though, when they're in what? a relationship. Red flags aren't going up in your head of right now? Of course I knew, man. Come on, of course I knew. That's why I had my eyes closed thinking about someone else. Why are you so anxious to jump into another marriage? Because I know this... I know what I did wrong 
This is the exact opposite. All right, well, then marriage isn't going to prove anything. It proves something to her if that's what she wants or if that's what you want. But, I mean, whether you're married or not, that's just something legally, that's a, a contract. You can buy her a ring and say, baby, I love you, and, and you don't have to get married. What is that? What does that solve? Uh, the marriage aspect of it, honestly, is to appease family. Yeah. But I'm fine. I mean, I'm going to be with her for the, as long as she's alive. Yeah. So I don't, in my mind, I'm not as big on marriage. You know, I'd like to be married one day and have some kids. I don't want to have you kids outside of marriage. You just wait that Cuban girl you're dating. You just wait till she starts putting the pressure on. She's Cuban. She will have a knife to your throat at some point saying, put Oh, a, she's crazy. She's moody. Put a ring on my face. Listen, I'm not going to, I don't want to get racist here, all right? But she's I'm, moody. I'm Latino, so I can't. Yeah. I, I can't talk about other Latinos and Hispanics. You need to run. Her, her, you have no idea how crazy these Latin oh, chicks are. No, 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 no. You think you do. I get, but I, you really do not know. you got to get yourself a nice, subdued, submissive white woman. And that's, uh, and that's where you go with it. Not so much. White women are stale. They're, they're has-beens. I mean, look at America now. It's a melting pot of everything. It's like Baskin-Robbins, for crying out loud. Why would you want vanilla? Vanilla's good. And you Vanilla's know good. Vanilla doesn't stab you in the middle of the night. <laughs> That's why you want vanilla. I don't know. And then, you know, every once in a while with some vanilla, you could throw some stuff in there to spice it up Sprinkles, a little bit. Sprinkles, a little caramel. Right. Toppings. See, you could always change vanilla if you really needed to. But you're stuck with that mocha mess. I like mocha. Every time it's going to be mo You can't do anything to mask the, the change of that mocha. <laughs> it's completely different. I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm happy where I'm at. And, and as of right now, all this is still kind of new to me. You know, I've, I've never really been in relationships. It's, it's all still new. And, and she has a hard time understanding that sometimes. I just tell her I'm stupid, you know. I've never really done this before. You live and you learn. What haven't you done before? Relationships. I've never been a relationship guy. At all? At all, period. I think I've been with her seven months now. It's the longest relationship I've ever been in. Seven months. How old are you? 27. Wow. Yeah. That's your first one, huh? Yeah, and, and I never had a need for it. There was no need. It's, I mean, you stay in a relationship, you get all the, you know, the, the, the nonsense of, are you cheating on me? You're not cheating on me. You're calling. Who'd you call? And all this, you know, the stuff crazy. You would think of high school dramatics and high school the, relationships. The stuff crazy Latin chicks do. No, this is the first. This is the first time I've always avoided relationships for that purpose, and it's, it's not there. Every now and then, it'll it'll rear its ugly head, and a, a firm backhand uh, takes care all of it. All right, all right, shock jock, stop that. Let me tell you, I will give you this little piece of advice. Do not cheat on a Latin woman. No, no. Because they sit, they'll gut you. They will gut you and they will turn you into menudo. And it is good. It will be bad for you. For you, it will be a Cuban sandwich. And the family will be dying. They'll be dining on you, my man. All right, there you go. Hey, we didn't really push this, but uh, tomorrow, the Pal Talk room, if it ever gets up and going, we're going to be pre-recording a show in which we will be able to take phone calls that we're going to be doing for the newly merged Sirius XM radio. So go check out hideoutheretics.net for the information on that. Will I be able to say doo-doo? Oh, yeah, and a whole lot more. Man, tomorrow, we got we got some good stuff that we're going to do tomorrow. Just, you know, over the last, I don't know, few months since you boys have joined the show, there's been a lot of topics we've wanted to broach, and we just can't even come close to doing it on Terrestrial. So we're going to get uh, one final splurge in, if you will, uh, and uh, really go uh, buck wild.
So check hideoutheretics.net for the uncensored version of that. Otherwise, I want you guys to have a fantastic rest of your weekend. Uh, all the best, Dubs. How do you think that's going to end up? Will Dubs be here next weekend? Ah, uh, I think, yeah, he'll be back. It's, and without this, he'd die. He'd spiral, spiral down into the depths of Dubs. And that's a scary place, yeah. It's no fun there. Uh, just uh, souls of um, dead children. So, hideoutheretics.net, check that, wjfk.com. Go there, you can get the podcast from this show in probably the next 24 hours. And uh, have a fantastic rest of your weekend. Stay tuned. Joe Radio's got a good one coming up. Uh, hang out with Joe Radio right here on 106.7 WJFK. You want to do the last, uh, you want to do a minutes or you want to just get it? Kid, you want to do it? Sure. All right, so we're going to do, we didn't do them the whole time, but we're going to do one final hideout minute right here at the end of this. The Satchel Patch will get that going on 106.7 WJFK. Thanks to the boys uh, holding everything down. Uh, back in Fairfax. Stick around for that final minute in Joe Radio on 106.7 WJFK. Uh, until next time, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000. It's time for the Hideout Minutes with the Kid McLovin. On today's hideout, we learned that Lucy extracted revenge on all kids J-Dubs has touched when he was attacked by a dog. F.A. and the Satchel Pats said they would have kicked that dog's ass. J-Dubs cried in, a bunch of, in front of a bunch of people when he got attacked and decided to leave the show early for a nice little nap. F.A. told the Satchel Pats his girl wants to kill him and I still have a camper shell. This is the Kid McLovin and now you're up to date on the hideout minutes. 3,000. <laughs>